right, all right, all right. Now this is The Ungrown Ups. I'm Matthew, and across from me is Ryan, and this is episode 54, which <laughs> we've somehow come up with the disco episode? Yeah, the Studio 54 episode. Yeah, and we have to thank our guests for that, because Ryan and I... Are not that clever. Not at this time of the day, yeah. which is... The middle of the day, so it you is. would think so. All day, <laughs> yeah. I think, is what you're getting at. <laughs> We're just not in a creative mood on this Sunday. No, it's it's a you know what? It's kind of a lazy Sunday. It's been uh, we had some rain yesterday. It's been a little kind of weird weather. Yeah, it's a little just fallish. Fallish. Yeah, it's supposed to rain tomorrow. Autumnal. Uh huh. Sure. Yeah, yeah. There is rain tomorrow. Autumnal. Like, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, multiple multiple syllables are hard. How boring can you be when you decide to? The weather is the first topic of conversation. Wasn't it like the typical small talk? You know, weather, sports, politics, yeah. religion. Like, that's all the stuff you do at parties, right? We, we could hit a few of those today. <laughs> yeah. I definitely, we, let's stay away from politics for today. Not Are, that that's ever stopped us before. And we don't really get into it that often. No, not at all. We're ungrown up. We're not that boring, I would hope. I hope not. Was that crickets? Yeah. <laughs> <when we> need- <laughs> Yeah, that's a... So that's we, a we are being joined in studio, in yes. I guess the Studio 54, going with the disco theme today, sure. uh, by Mark. Yeah. Mark makes his uh, second appearance. That's right. Hi. He's Hi. back for more. So apparently this the first time around wasn't bad enough. He wanted to join in for some more fun. I set the bar low, and I, I'm just going to, I guess, limbo right under that one. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We like the, the low expectations, because no matter what, you always kind of exceed them when you set them low, uh, hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Why not? So, okay, so I want to, let's start here with something that uh, was kind of cool. Went to the Peterson last weekend. Yes, Ryan and I actually yeah. met up outside of the podcast to actually do something. That is correct. We took a field trip and went to Los Angeles, California, yeah. and went to the Peterson Automotive Museum in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, on the Miracle <laughs> Mile. Yeah, yes. so we, we get there, and it was crowded, more crowded than I expected in, in the parking structure. Yeah, definitely more crowded than I would have expected. And Ryan... So the, the goal was we were all going to see the same exhibit. There's a there was a Porsche exhibit yep. in the, the in the vault in the nine basement. Five, six. So their race car exhibition. Yep. And it was in collaboration with the Porsche Club, I guess it is. I yeah, it's something. I can't remember exactly. Love Yeah, oh, yeah that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's more of a lifestyle than really a club. Yes. yes they're like a lifestyle it, brand or something. Right. And they put on bigger events yeah, and stuff. So this go. was in collaboration with the Peterson. So Ryan picks up tickets and it was timed admission for this, for this, I guess for them to take you into the basement for this viewing. Yeah. Cause there's, so that it, it's not in the main museum, right? So you can see all the exhibits, but then downstairs in the basement, they have what's called the vault. And then in the vault, they have another room where they were doing this special exhibit. So it was only five cars. I think it was that, that were down there. Well, and so they charged an extra premium. So like a regular adult ticket was what? 19 bucks something or something like that. that. Yeah. And so for this, the ticket was like more than twice that. Uh, it was, yeah, it was like 25, I think. So it wasn't more than twice that. I, oh, I, you're saying with the admission. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. like 40 bucks total. So something like that. So Ryan and I are, all right, we'll go do this. So Ryan is online chatting and buys a ticket. He's like, I just bought it. I'm like, all right, I got it in my cart. I go to check out. Ryan bought the last ticket that was available at one thirty. Yeah. So Ryan or Grayson and I ended so up. So you get this. Yes, but Grace and I bought tickets, but we weren't able to do the Porsche experience in right. in the basement. Right. But we were able to all go together and do the general admission part. But and the Porsche thing was super, super, super cool. Uh, it was nice because they take a very limited number of people down there at the same time, right? And so you and you can stay as long as you want. You can look at all the stuff you want, and they let you take pictures once you get in there. You can't take pictures in the vault, but you have to pass through. Um, 
But there was one guy that literally every time I tried to take a photo would walk in front of me. Just completely oblivious. Was he on his phone? Like, no, was he not no. looking up? Oh, he was looking. He did. I think he maybe he's doing it on purpose. I don't know. But I got lucky enough. I stayed long enough that I got a shot of the whole room with nobody in it because I waited for everybody to leave. So it was kind of cool. Was the guy older? Like, what was? Yeah, so he's probably fifties. Just huh. didn't give a rat's ass. Interesting. He's just rude. People are rude. I but like... I can't figure being that oblivious. Like, you know when somebody's got their phone up, holding it in front of their face, like they're taking I a I was, picture. like, literally crouched trying to take a shot, and he decided to walk right in front of me. How long have you been in California? No, people are definitely able to just be that unaware of their surroundings. Especially in L.A. L.A. Yeah. I went but... to the Peterson, like, last month, and we did the vault tour, and the, there was, like, multiple people on the tour that were just, like, walking 10 feet away and talking loudly in this thing that's already like an echoey room and the right. guy's trying to explain like detailed like this is the first Ferrari ever and I'm like that's kind of what do you I can't hear you because this guy over here needs to talk about this random ass Mercedes that no one gives a shit about yeah, oh, Ryan Ryan did tell me because we, we split up when it was his time to go down into the exhibit he was yeah. saying that he was overhearing some conversation oh yeah there was a guy it was it was a guy and I don't know if it was his girlfriend or his sister in, in this case could have gone either way I guess and his mom and he's telling him all about like all about the, the cars that are down there and he's totally wrong and then they're looking at the, so one of the cars has been at uh, Reunion many many times right and Reunion is a motorsports event at, at Laguna Seca. Laguna Seca. Yeah, so it has this, he's got Laguna Seca, all the tech stickers on it from the different years on the, it's on the windshield, right side window yeah. actually. And uh, so the, the guy's like, oh yeah, Laguna Seca, blah, blah, blah. And Mung's, well, where's that? He's like, oh, I don't know. And he pulls out his phone. And I'm like, if you think you know all this stuff, shouldn't you? That's one of the most famous racetracks in the world. Yeah. And you don't know it's in Monterey. So I just spoke up. I was like, oh, it's in Monterey. And, and he's like, no, I don't think that's right. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. You just got mansplained by a mansplainer. That is what the yeah. Peterson is like. It's a it's as much a monument to cars as it is to mansplaining. Because if you walk around, it's just dudes explaining stuff to the people that are with them. Oh yeah, I try not. to. Dude, do I was that, in. So one of the exhibits was uh, James Hetfield, the lead singer of Metallica. Yeah, apparently donated a bunch of his cars That's to crazy the museum. He just gave them to him. It's cool, but yeah, totally cool. Yeah. And a lot of these are are the hot rod deluxe kind of appearance. It's the the rat rod polished up. Kind of clean, but kind of... Yeah, not my style, but well done. Yes. Yeah, and then some of them have... I, I couldn't tell if it was the guitar inspired by the car or the car inspired by the guitar. Yeah, the one of them was the... The one that was the raw metal was... Ins the car itself was inspired by the guitar. Got it. And so I was actually looking at that car, yeah. and one of the docents in the museum explains to me that the car is bare metal and it's got a clear finish. Oh, thank you. And I'm staring at it. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that this is not paint. Like, right. it was just so obvious. But I, like, okay, thank you for sharing that that nugget of knowledge. <laughs> right. But I'm staring at it. Like, and th thank you, Captain Obvious, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, I guess it's that same thing. It's like, okay, well, the docent wants to feel like they're being useful. Yeah. And I, I mean, I can see that a little bit. But at the same time, like, I didn't ask. So yeah. what, one thing I do like to do, though, at museums is read the plaque. Yes. But in a way, no, no, out loud to the person I'm with in a way that makes it sound like I'm making it up or I know this. <laughs> right? And, they're, and they'll always ask, like, how do you know that? It's right and there. I just point right at the plaque. Like, yeah. it's right there. That's how I know that. But I would rather have the, the non-necessary mansplaining by the docent yeah. than the, the overly fearful grandma docent. 
that mm. was upset at me because my head oh, had yeah, crossed yeah. Right. the virtual barrier. Right. Yeah, she was mad. So, so there's stanchions around the car, and the, and it's the stanchions are probably two feet from the car edge. Um, yeah. So they they're out of the way of the pictures if you're up close. And so I had leaned over it to get a shot. I can't do that. Yes, apparently, apparently I cannot because my head was now 22 inches away from the car <laughs> right. rather than 24, right. and that was a major concern. She was seriously upset. She was, and it, I was like, I'm not even like stepping over this. It's just my head broke this virtual barrier. I guess, I guess from the point of view, like, oh, you could drop your phone on the car, but... I wasn't even close enough. No, for- you weren't. That's just disrespectful. I'm going to back her up. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, I did I'm not see that coming. <laughs> um, so the other, yeah, but, you know, you figure out ways around that. Yeah, but it, well, it was just weird. a matter of just keep doing what I was doing yeah, when she wasn't around right. and then it was fine. But it was just so silly because it wasn't like I was clearly trying to cross it, like trying to step over Yeah, you it. weren't doing anything other than take like taking a photograph of something. Yeah, because if they really didn't want it, they would have put acrylic walls straight right, up, right. you know, made it an impermeable barrier. And they do have some stuff that is definitely blocked off. Yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, this was not one of those no. things. I thought the, the, say like a supercar exibit as well. Yeah. I guess is what, like class supercar. So the, oh dude, the Lancia Stratus done. That was the best car in the whole museum. I know that was that That's was my what you came car. to see. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was it. I saw that and was ready to go, but there's other stuff there. There was a James Bond exhibit that had opened up maybe last month. Yeah, that's the other big exhibit that they have now, which replaced the I think it replaced the movie cars exhibit. Yes. Or the That's what was there when I was Yeah, there. the movie cars one, right? They which had was different stuff. Blade Luke's, Runner. They had Luke's speeder. Yes. Yep. Yeah, like, which is all cool. All of those movies you're so used to just seeing them like show up at like Hard Rock Cafe and you're like, "Oh, it's a DeLorean." But you're like watching you're like Oh shit! No, that is the DeLorean. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They have they had the Batmobile, the uh, 1989 Tim Burton Batmobile. Yeah. Well, one of them. There were several. The I think I've told Keaton. this. Yeah. yeah. I think I've told this story before. I'm still bitter about it, but we went to a premiere of that movie, and my sister's friend got to ride in it. Yes, and they didn't even care. No. Yeah. How do you not care about that? Because it, you know, at the time, so 89, I was what 10. They were six. Oh, okay. Six year old girl is not going to care about Michael Keaton no, Batman. I mean. It's not not still these a ones. Rad car. It's way rad. It's super cool. But like, I, I will say the, the coolest part about the the current Bond exhibit was one. It had way more vehicles than I expected. I knew that it was a Bond exhibit. Yeah. But I mean, there was full on Cessna airplanes hanging in there, yeah. Yeah. helicopters just, hanging in there. There's a helicopter in the parking garage. Multiple boats. Like yeah. it was just crazy how many different vehicles they had associated with the Bond movies right. in the exhibit. And then the cool part was is they had the footage of. The action shots, so the car chases or the the jumps and the flips of all these different vehicles were playing right next to the car. So you could read the sign, learn about the car itself by looking at it, and then you watch it in the movie itself. And part of the fun part was is realizing how bad stunts and or special effects were in the 70s and 80s. Yes. Like, Not only that, how janky some of those cars were. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. It, there were a couple cars that looked like they got painted with a brush. Yeah. It was bad. Well, that was before the whole idea of like a 4K camera or high right. resolution. Well, so. technically film is high def. I mean, when you right. film on acetate like they used to film, that's technically a, a high definition thing. That's why they can go back and remaster these films and they look amazing. But if they don't, they look like caca. Yeah. Yes. Have you seen that Beatles one? The Beatles I, one? I think it's on Hulu now. It, they, oh. They, they did. It's the. I've heard about it. Yes. Is it a documentary or something? It's footage of them recording. I want to say Rubber Soul. Oh, okay. And it's been like retouched, so you look at it, and like the the frame rate and the quality, it's like they filmed it now, but right. it's like 
but it's old. The Beatles. Right. Is okay. it like Uncanny Valley where he's like, this feels weird? You're like watching it like, man, they did really, that guy looks a lot like John. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, not to offend anybody, which is not to say that I won't, but that's not a thing that I would watch. Yeah. The Beatles. I, I wouldn't think to watch it, but yeah. when you see the quality of it, like the, it looks so contemporary that it's more engaging. I'm right? not a, I'm that's not a cool. big Beatles fan either. Yeah. Same. But I was out in Vegas for a trade show. I can't remember if it was like the SEMA show or, or the Consumer Electronics Show. Right. And one of the companies had a Beatles cover band, the, the Fab Foe. Oh, boy. They, cover, cover band names are so bad. I know. I know. This one was a groaner. But yeah. hearing Beatles tunes reproduced with like modern mixing, modern instruments. Right. Made it better? Yes. Interesting. It was That's actually a really... <laughs> It may be not as faithful to the original. Yeah, yeah. But it sound well, and maybe part of the problem is is like the a lot of the original recordings were mono. Right. Right. So right. the you're not getting that stereophonic effect and yeah. everything like that. So seeing them live was actually pretty impressive. And you know the song, but you've never really heard it, I guess, in that way. Right. So I didn't mind it. Hmm. But I'm not I don't own a single Beatles album. I don't listen, you know, to a Beatles channel like yeah, any I don't, of the streaming services. They don't like make me angry or anything. I just don't listen to them. Just think how weird it would be if you like got in your buddy's car and he just put the Beatles on. How weird you'd feel. Like, do you have you heard this pop person? <laughs> like, what are you doing? It would be kind of weird. But I, there's a, a lot commercial. There's a plenty of people that listen to old music like that. I love old music. Yeah. Just, but the Beatles transcended being old music to just being such a fucking monolith that you just like oh cool it's blackbird again that's yeah nice. it's kind of hard to avoid he it knows a song title yeah i, I know there's I like some with, i grew up with like, yellow submarine was like played into my crib mm. so yeah yeah like i said i i just i just don't listen and i think in my case it's like my parents are deaf right so right. had they been hearing would beatles have been a part of their playlist and maybe yeah i don't know what do they listen to Nothing. My deaf. dad. My dad that, right? is a. Are you deaf? No, I understand, but like I, my uh, stepdad, his sister is deaf, and her like I don't. They listen to music. Yeah, my dad's got a lot of uh, hip hop. Like he's got a CD changer. Bass. Yeah, a lot yeah. of bass, a lot of beat, a lot of dance music. Yeah. Um. He personally really likes MC Hammer. Okay. Or as he pronounces the name, Mick Hammer. I like it because he doesn't realize that it's pronounced <laughs> right. MC. Right. 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 So he really likes Mick Hammer, and uh, he has a couple of uh, Mick Hammer albums. And uh, now that everything's pretty much like iPhone and stuff, he, he's got a playlist on his phone. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. I, I basically set up like an iTunes for him and I just put a bunch of music on it. Yeah. And so he's listening probably to the same, I don't know, four or 500 songs just on shuffle. Whatever. But yeah, he, he's just all what, about the beat. It, it seems like everybody ends up doing that anyways, right? You can have all the music in the world and you end up listening to the same stuff. Well, the crazy thing is, is like this week was the 20th anniversary of the iPod introduction. Really? And, like yes. And the whole thing was about a thousand songs in your pocket. Yeah, I remember that. And you remember how big they used to be too? Like heavy yeah, with and, the they click had a, wheel and, and had a real disc drive in it. Right. But the crazy, crazy thing is, is like even now, all these years later, with like my phone that has like five hundred gigs of storage, yeah. I still think I only have like six, seven hundred songs loaded on it. I don't think I even come close to a thousand songs in my pocket at all times. I don't know, I could look. I do the Pandora. Yeah, I'll, I'll do Pandora and I'll do Spotify. I have the Spotify's. Um, I do uh, Spotify stations, cool. which is kind of cool because Spotify stations is more like Pandora, where you just tell it what you want and it just picks all the songs for you. Mm -hmm. Whereas with Spotify, typically you go, I want to listen to this song or this artist, and you have to be much more direct. 
with uh, with Spotify stations, you can just be like, I want to listen to hip hop, and it'll just start doing it. So I do have a lot of songs. I just looked three thousand seven hundred and seventeen that are actually stored on my phone. Oh wow! Because at one point I went and took all of my CDs that I owned and ripped them and, and ripped them. I, I don't even own a device that you could put a CD in now. Yeah, which is kind of which is weird when you think about common, it. Common, I guess. My truck doesn't even have a CD player. Oh, you maybe can, it does. You don't you have a Blu-ray player out there? You have your oh, video yeah. game systems. I yeah, guess yeah, I could play. do that. But the I don't even know if my my Forerunner has a CD player. Your Toyota probably does. I'd have to look. Why is that weird that I don't know? Lexus was the f- last manufacturer to still offer a cassette deck, and it was available as late as 2013. I have a cassette six CD changer and a an Grandpa's Apple connector in my Lexus. That's premium. <laughs> I got all the options to listen to outdated media. Oh man! Well, let's. Let, speaking of outdated things, uh, last last week I think it was <clears throat> was the 35th anniversary of the movie Rad. And if you don't remember that movie, it was a Rad movie. Awesome. I was gonna say awesome, but it's a movie about. Uh, it's basically the Karate Kid with BMX. <laughs> Did it come out after Karate Kid? Or before? Yes, I yes. don't remember. It's, exactly. it's of that era, but it's, it's, it'd be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, so it it, uh, it was awesome. They played it in the theaters one more time. So I took my nephew, and we had a really good time. It was super super great to see that. It was actually really cool to was see. Was it, it in one of the bigger theater rooms, or was it like one of the smaller? No, it's one of the normal size yeah theaters at the whatever at the by over by uh, off Catella whatever yeah. over there. Um, yeah, it was super super. Oh, okay. So a couple things. It was really cool to see the movie on the big screen. That was awesome. Um, confusing was we got, so we got popcorn and my brother-in-law wanted like uh, a hot dog and we got some nachos and some other stuff, uh, and a drink or something like that. You want to guess how much uh, that cost us? All I would say like things? 50 bucks. Yeah. All of those things. Is this before or after financing? <laughs> <laughs> With six interest-free payments? Yeah, you would think it would be like 50 bucks or something like that. $19. So Karate Kid was 1984. Okay. Rad was 1986. Okay. Well, it was then it's yeah. Karate Kid with BMX, basically. It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and in fact, like the the bad guy cr- looks almost just like Johnny. It's all it's, it's weird. Um, <laughs> Typecast. Yeah, totally. But the uh, so anyway, so yeah, it was nineteen dollars for all that stuff because apparently they don't do refills right now, so they're giving you That's a way, discounted rate. It's way better. Yeah. I went to see the new Wes Anderson last night. I don't know what that is. Uh, what is, what movie? French Dispatch. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then a small popcorn was eight dollars. And like I understand that the movie theaters don't make any money off of opening the weekends. Off, yeah, yeah. Right. they don't make money off the movie ticket sales until like the third or fourth week that the movie's been out. Yeah, and so everything's all about the concessions. But when you're pricing them that high, you're just encouraging people to bring their own stuff in. Yeah, and there were people actually that brought in food. I didn't know you could do that at the movie theater. You're not really supposed to. Oh, they had a whole full-on bag like they went and got takeout somewhere. Oh, shit. I'm bringing uh, kebabs next time. Yeah, you can do. Apparently, it's a free-for-all now. Bring chafing dishes. Right. And just have set everything up set up right in the back of the theater. Uh, the other cool thing was, so GT, Mongoose, we talked about this already. Mongoose has some throwback bikes that they're doing. GT has a, a new, like basically a new old bike coming out. I can't remember what frame they're bringing back, but they're bringing an old bike out. They announced that during the uh, during the, right before the show. Oh, like the trailer yeah. or whatever. And then Etnies, who, by the way, did not realize they were still a shoe company. Yeah. Uh, kind of thought they were gone. There's a skate park in Lake Forest that's just 20 minutes from here that is still in business. And Etnies headquarters is right up the street. Yeah. I didn't didn't really think about it, right? I used to wear Etnies all the time. But yeah. Just haven't thought about them in years. So anyways, they did a line of rad clothing. Did you order some? I got a Helltrack shirt. Has it shown up yet? Yeah. It's awesome. Is it? It's rad. 
Well, of course, it has to be. It's yeah. merchandise from the movie. It says Helltrack on the front, like the logo, and yeah. then on the back is the Etnies logo in 7-Eleven colors. Oh, that's kind of cool. Because 7-Eleven was a weirdly prominent part of the movie. Like, they were the sponsor of the track, but there's also a strange amount of time spent inside a 7-Eleven. Well, there was one movie... I remember that makes me think of there Clerks. was a, like an no no eighties movie, <laughs> but like McDonald's was like a major sponsor. What coming to America? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was McDonald's. No, it was, was it? but it was no. like around uh, the idea of like you know this birthday party thing that was happening because McDonald's used to be the birthday party yeah. spot when you were you in used the to 80s. get toys. Yeah, and Ronald McDonald would make an appearance yeah, and nope. all that stuff. Uh uh-uh. uh not in my world. <laughs> no, you were all about the hamburger. I just didn't like Ronald. I do not like Ronald McDonald. He's uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. How are you with other clowns? Don't like them either. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I just don't like clowns. Oh, man. My 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 uh, Instagram shows me the best possible ads for Amazon pets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have pets? No. Okay. I mean, yeah, so you, you have the problem with Ryan, yeah. <laughs> but the one of the ads I got was a costume for a dog that was Pennywise from oh, It. I've seen was that. Was it the bulldog? No, because I sent I sent it to Ryan. Yeah, I've seen that before. It's a fucking red like poodle thing, and it's just poodle? like that is that's creepy. And it took me a second to realize what I was looking at because for a right. second I thought it was just like oh clearly it's some sort of canine centaur clown. Yeah, and that clearly is horrifying that's on what, its own. Canine centaur oh, that, that clown. Is. I think yeah, the no, wig like is that. really what. Makes why it why work. is there a wig on a dog? It's uh, the whole thing is really it's just, just bizarre. Well, you I, also I didn't see that movie. Love it. I love it enough that I have a picture saved on my phone so I can just look at it and revisit that's, the horror whenever I want it. That's not a thing you should be doing to yourself. I'm trying to scroll back to well, find the uh, the dog. Oh, man. Well, while you're doing that, <laughs> and staying on the topic of watching things, you brought up something that uh, you've been watching, uh, Motor Mythbusters. So if anybody has Motor Trend TV, I think that's the only way to watch it, right? Unless they're doing it on Discovery TV, like a couple weeks later, oh, like okay. on actual cable TV. Well, it's on Motor Trend TV, on Motor Trend On Demand, or whatever they call yeah. it. Yeah, uh, and, and it is Tori from MythBusters, which is the, pretty much the only connection to MythBusters, Correct. other than the fact uh, that they and have, the logo and the logo, yeah. Right. And then they have uh, uh, two other characters. One yeah. is one is uh, BZ as a Roja, which is a local Southern California Porsche tuner, but he also mm-hmm. does a lot of stuff with. Uh, like, uh, well, he does a lot of force induction stuff. So he's he's got a thousand horsepower Honda Odyssey minivan. Honestly, I'd never heard of him. Yeah, he's he's a character. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I I was familiar with him. And then they also have what's her name from the Faye. That's right. From I can't remember her last name. All Girls Garage. Yep. And so they test out different automotive related myths. It's, it's really stupid. The stuff that they test. Though, like the last episode that I remember seeing was how to clear a fart from a car. Yes. So depending on where you're sitting in the car and then which window you roll down. Or combination thereof. Which is the best way. And of course, rolling all the windows down is the best. Oh, you think? No surprise there. It's just such a dumb like. Premise? Yeah, the premise is stupid. Like they couldn't think up anything better. And some of the stuff at the very beginning of the episode, you're like, obviously the answer is whatever. Yeah. It's just, I don't get it. It's not very well. It's not engaging, I should say. Yeah, I I can agree with that. But I, I, I think I'm okay with it. As background entertainment. Sure. If you're doing three other things <laughs> at think, the same time. I think you need to be aware of the fact that for it to be engaging for you, it'd be really fucking boring for everyone else. It would have like Legos it, all it, over it. No, it'd just be like, like, well, what's the, how, how much wear and tear does a cold start actually start on a, on a vintage vehicle that hasn't been run 
except for I would watch that. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, that's the shit that you and I would actually enjoy. Right. But if anybody pitched that to uh, anybody, they'd get shot down instantly. It would be like, no, let's figure out this fart situation first. But the fact that it's on Motor Trend TV means that it should have some level of. I don't know because you uh, watch a lot of that. Like if you look through the shows, it's a lot of them those stupid fake drama formulaic oh, we've got to fix this car and make it flip so we can sell it right. otherwise we're going you know the boss will be angry and it's just all of the fake hyped up drama rust uh rust valley rust to riches or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah all those i feel like some of those are set up just to make your heads mad well, we just found this car it's been in a garage for the last 75 years let's let's see if it starts oh, it, it did it did let's it did. paint it lime green and put Dumb modifications on it. It's got to be ready at auction in two. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's, it's all. A, it's like the gas monkey garage. It's, yeah, it's overhauling. It's all of those kind of formulaic car makeover. I'd be so pissed if somebody overhauled my car. <laughs> like legit upset. I. I Wait, didn't we talk about this? I you feel like yeah. You you have talked about this. Yeah. I, I think it would be interesting, and I've always had this concept of, and this kind of relates to what we saw or what I saw on the way over to your house today, was this idea of people who have questionable taste that decide yes. to do their own vehicle modifications. So as I was driving to Ryan's house, I pass a newer Miata. Sweet, except every single panel had chrome door edge trimming affixed. So and the, I just in my head, I still see like Tron Miata, right? Tron Yada, Tron yeah. So the, the car is was red, and the hood they had lined all the way around, all three sides, with chrome door edging. <laughs> like certain parts that don't, it's, they, it's obviously got to be for aesthetic because it's not functional. It sounds perfect. right, but like, <laughs> yeah, because you can get all those door dings when you open the hood. Yeah. They did the door, the entire bottom, and in the way the door panel, the bottom edge curves up to the back edge of the door. Right. So they did that whole line in chrome door edge trimming. They did the trunk with chrome door edge trimming, and luckily they didn't do any of the no the, fenders, no fender vents. See, that would have been cool. The decal fender vents. You got to follow through if you're going to do it all. Do it. It's in work. It's a work in progress. Yeah, maybe you don't it just is. Jump in and finish that all in one go. Maybe the next time you see it, I'm hoping it's local and you'll see it evolve. I have no idea, but what I've never been able to kind of find out is what was the logic did somebody walk into like an auto zone and go hey i can get a 50 foot spool of door edge chrome door edge trimming and i've got to use all of it for yeah for 20 bucks right. let's put this thing to use or is it like hey this car is chrome free and that just it won't fly chrome? it needs chrome yeah i don't know was the guy a stoner and what was kind of wheels like were on it stock wheels not even chrome wheels. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, that's weird, actually. So that the modifications, as far as you're aware, are chrome door, the chrome door edge molding on everything. On everything, and then it had a decal, um, oh, okay. like on the side rocker panel, so below the door. What did it say? I think it said Miata or something with like a racing flag on it. Like it was totally terrible. Maybe it's a prank that he doesn't know about yet. Like well, he hasn't walked out yet. <laughs> you got punked. Well, I mean, I assume you you saw it driving, or was it? Part it was driving. Oh, no, no, it was yeah. driving. So the guy. Well, maybe it's the person that He's did it. Driving to a place to have it removed. Yeah, <laughs> we have. I did put neons on the neon underbody on somebody's truck without them knowing, and it took them like a week to figure it out. That's rad. Yeah, it would turn on with the headlights. Oh, we yeah, I've done stuff like that. I mean, yeah. As a car audio installer, you have access to people's cars, and you can do stuff pretty easily with some wiring in a relay. Yeah. And we used to do shit like that all the time. Yeah. Like we wired up my buddy's horn to his brake lights. That's but, so bad. But the horn only went off when his wipers were on. 
Oh, okay. So, so it, only when it was raining. Only when it That's was raining funny. when he hit the brakes. Yeah. It honk. yeah, this was a this was an old coworker, and he had gone out of town and left his truck at the shop. I said, I wouldn't leave that here. Yeah. And he's and he, oh, I'll leave you the keys to move it. I was like, That's not quite what I meant, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Alpine car stereos, you could remove the car stereo from the car with nothing but a ballpoint pen. And so right. we pull the stereo out and rotate it 100 degrees, 180 <laughs> degrees, and put it right back in yeah. upside down. That's funny. And uh, we would do that all the time. We, yeah, we, we had fun messing with stuff. But my thought was, how would it be possible to build a impressive vehicle for like a car show, a SEMA show? Yeah. With only AutoZone, Pep Boys, O'Reilly's parts. I've yeah. always wanted to do this for motorcycles because there's, yeah. there's yeah. much stuff for that in the motorcycle right. catalogs. And there's some of the stuff's just like, like there's tank protectors that have like half naked strippers on them. Yeah. Well, when you weird. think motorcycles, yeah. you think bikinis. I mean, that totally it's fits. Just, yeah, I guess. But they're not even like, it's not like it's a current thing either. Like there's like, it's like a 90s. Right. And I, you could just like they made a bunch of them and couldn't get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't update it. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Got a picture of a butt. How many? I mean, I think, I think don't you. Change? You could definitely make a car with that stuff. Now, would it be not terrible? I don't know. I think you could do it tastefully, but I think it would be restrained. No, I don't it would think... take a lot of effort. But I, I th- I've always wanted to do one of those like Pakistani lorries. Oh right. yeah, like, with all the yeah, lights and the paint awesome. and yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're, they're works of art. Make a motorcycle sure. version of that. Like, they're all hand done painting all that yeah. stuff. When I was working with the Rune at Motocorsa, yeah, like he's Indian. And I was like, dude, let's, you've got this, uh, 996 bodied air cooled superbike That's just never been finished. Let's do it up with like, and we we're going to put on the back. I wanted it to say curry in a hurry. Right. <laughs> and it was gonna, like, oh, that's pretty it good. It's going to be fucking loud. Yeah. And like, I wanted like bass boat, like metal flaking and all that. And he chickened out on it. So oh, that would have been kind of cool. I'll never respect you for not doing that. Oh, come on now. You, you know what? Make it happen, man. Find find the person that'll do it. I mean, I know who owns that bike now, but it, it had like for Arun, it would have been perfect. Right. Yeah, it has to he's fit got the, the person. It's got to be the person. Yeah, right. For it, right. And he's got the culture for it. But like I think I right. would watch if there was some sort of like reality TV show where they were all given like a thousand dollar Pet Boys gift cards, and that's all they could shop at, and everything that had to come from there. It could be an interesting challenge, especially if they were all given the same car. Well, so I guess then you know, there's the the show pitch, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll go knock on some doors and hit up the the History Channel, which doesn't show anything historic anymore, and does car no, makeover the, shows. It's the the uh, what do you call that? The Aliens reality television and, show. That yeah. is kind of how I built that pink scrambler back in the day, just like, with stuff. Gift cards. Well, we had. <laughs> so this was year one of the Ducati Scrambler, and it was hard to get a hold of them. Yeah. And so by the time we got it, we were told that our deadline was like a week away. Oh geez, to and do so, a build, yeah. And so yeah. I was told, like, all right, well, if it's that far away, like, I'm not going to invest in it. You guys have like a thousand bucks. You got a week to do it. It has to be totally reversible. Yeah. And I was like, no, why would I do that? Like, we can't even put an exhaust on it for a thousand bucks. So I'm not doing a custom build, and then it's going to be all stock shit, and I can't cut anything. I can't do anything. Yeah. And then I was like, he was like, well, if you don't want to do it, I guess we don't have to be awesome. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> can I borrow the spoke wheels off that other one? What do you want to do? Don't worry about it. Can I borrow those? Yeah. yeah. And my whole like whole thing started because I wanted to zip tie little beads to the spoke. Oh. Yeah, right. And so we did it. And I, the joke doesn't work unless you like go and like commit to it. Yeah. So like everything got all the paint got plastic dipped pink or white. Right. Um, and then I went and spent like 200 bucks at Walmart on beads. On like little girl bicycle stuff. Yeah. 
Oh, right. So we put streamers, like, handlebar streamers. All the things. Yeah. Hello Kitty everywhere. A basket. Wasn't there a basket there on it? There was a basket yeah. on it. And um, we spent most of the budget having a custom seat made in white with pink lettering and pink piping on it. That was like 600 bucks. Yep. Oh, dude. That, that bike, bike was cool. And it, it made people mad. Like, we had Italians messaging us, being like, why would you do this to an Italian motorcycle? Oh, that's rad. I'm because it's at, amazing. And it had yeah. training wheels. Mark's showing me this picture. In the, it's got training wheels yeah. <laughs> off the rear <laughs> axle. But it also it says, Hello Scrambler, in the Disney font, which yeah. really just in the picture, yeah. captures it. Yep. That is pretty awesome. I changed every zip tie to be a pink zip tie. <laughs> <laughs> took apart the gauge and i wrote like the ducati logo in like pink yeah uh rhinestones everywhere that's awesome yeah people just can't take a joke man and but i mean for every one of those guys we had like six dudes right. that were like i want to do fucking burnouts on that and we're like yes you get it right and yeah. then there would be like the dude that would inevitably show up with like their their daughter mm-hmm. and the daughter would go around the corner and see it and just eyes like dinner plates like what is that yeah Hey, if it gets people into motorcycles, right? Do it. I feel accomplished. I yeah. feel like I did what I was supposed to do. Yeah, and I was perfect. way under budget. Grace and I did some car customizing last weekend. Yeah. We were at Cars and Coffee down in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Sorry, it took me a second to realize what you were talking about. They had they had hyped this up in the previous weeks where they were going to have a couple of Kona's eggs on display. And so Kona's egg is a Swedish supercar brand. I would hypercar. Hypercar, like. yes, yes. Apparently. Million dollar plus vehicles. Yeah, stupid. And one of them was wrapped in vinyl that had... It kind Which of, was really disappointing when I learned that it was just a wrap. Yeah. You weren't right? So it, the reason why it was wrapped is it had some black and white graphic on it. And Terrible graphic, FYI. Terrible. And yes. the artist, I don't think, is anybody, but they're trying to play up like it's a major oh, like artist. like it's somebody? Yeah. It's probably the owner's wife <laughs> or, you know, or neighbor, their kid or something. Yeah, right, right. Nephew. Right. And so it's it's wrapped in this black and white graphic. And for $10, for a $10 charitable donation, you could color the car. How much, like, how did they give you a time limit or no. here's your amount of space? No. Nope. Oh, so the car is roped. Whatever you want. The, cor- the car is roped off. It's stanchioned off with little plastic chains because uh-huh. it's really classy. And nobody was at the car. So I walked up, handed over 20 bucks for Grayson and I. Yeah. And they give you a, a box of paint markers. So you can choose which paint marker you went, wanted. Grayson picked green. Could you pick multiple colors? We just grabbed one. I don't know. Oh. I, I'm sure we could have exchanged them. Huh, okay. But I, I grabbed a black one. Grayson grabbed a green one. And yeah. I was like, Grayson, we have the ability to draw and color anything we want on a supercar. What are we going to do? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, you need to draw a penis. <laughs> Of course. Because, I mean, if you have a chance to draw a penis on a supercar, you're going to take that chance. Charity penis. Charity penis. Yeah. And so, Grayson, and this is also kind of weird. but Which it was, are weird words, by the way, to put together. Charity, charity penis. penis yeah. and this next statement is going to sound even weirder. This is my first time seeing my son draw a penis. That is very strange to say out loud. Because you, you don't know what his style looks like. like. And Grayson's penis drawing style kind of looks like an upside-down Mickey Mouse. It's got, you know, the balls at the bottom and the shaft at the top. So it's very like a top-down kind of view. Okay. And so he he draws that, and then he just colors over it. Yeah. And so I'm looking on the car, and there's like these weird kind of like monkey-looking creatures. I like get what any of it was supposed to be. Scattered throughout the car. Yeah. And in one spot, right above the CCX emblem on the side, right in front of the... It was like on the wheel well, right? Right basically. in front of the wheel yeah. well, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the monkey's holding a vine. Of course. Oh, let me, could, that could be a million things. I'm. What else could he be holding? Right. So I color the vine in, and then I I add a shape of a head, and I color the vine all the way back, and it's I got a nice shaft, and then yeah. I'm like, all right, That's it needs nice. it needs some balls. So then, so I'm doing the side view approach to drawing a <laughs> penis, right? Not the top down. And I'm sure I'm sure everybody was stoked. 
Well, nobody said anything, right? Yeah. I hear a couple of giggles, and I'm calling it in, and it's a big black penis, and I'm calling it in, and it's right next to the CCX logo, and then I'm, I take some pictures and stuff, and then Grace and I are just giggling, because I didn't technically color us of the lines. Everything that I colored yeah, you in- just, You just filled in the spots that needed to be filled in, correct. basically, yeah. Correct, so I, it's right. not like I drew a penis- It was already there. You just yes. brought it out, yes, so to speak. Yes. Like a chiseler in a marble statue. Yeah. Yes. Right. It you just, are it just spoke to me. CCX penis. Yes. And so, uh, you know, we're laughing. Grace and I take a couple of selfies in front of the penis yeah. the, on the side of the car. And then uh, we put our pens away and then we walk away. And so we go check out some other cars. We come back and somebody's frantically trying to cover up the penis. And we then realize the paint, even though it was a legit paint pen. Yeah wasn't per or it wasn't permanent so right. they had gotten something to clean off the balls so they took the balls off and they, <laughs> and they took the head off but the shaft was still black and then they went back and it was like blue but i don't know who took it upon themselves to furiously correct i want to know if it was somebody associated with the car or just an angry bystander that That's maybe you got somebody to spend ten dollars that wasn't going to spend it but they were so offended they gave money to charity i but think see, it's weird that they didn't have like a, a rule against it or anything. like you are the only one that's drawn a penis on this car that doesn't sound like a normal. the, the other weird thing about it too is oh, that, that is delightful yeah, the other weird thing about that car that kind of annoys me. So that uh, cars and was it cars and helicopters? Cars, or cars and helicopters was so last week. Oh yeah, was the very next day, and the car showed up with no nothing on it, and so, it was just the wrap, which so is total this is, BS. This is where I realized it's a money making opportunity that's that's claimed to be charitable. So the dude that owns the car, whoever he did, he is, tell you what charity the stuff's supposed to go to? Yeah, it was some kids. Oh, okay. Rescue fund thing. I can't remember the name. It was one of those forgettable names. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. so it's his car. The car gets wiped off after every event. So right. all the people that have donated, their work is gone. Right. And then he goes to event to event. So if he's charging 10 bucks a head, let's say maybe 100 people on the low side. Bucks. I mean, that's, it, yeah. Right. So if you got 1,000 bucks on Saturday, another probably 2,000 maybe on Sunday because it was a bigger, bigger event. Bigger show, yeah, for sure. So that's three grand plus all of the other events he does. Right. So at the end of the whatever season or whatever he does, he then gets to donate this to the charity, but then he gets to make the donation and say, "Here's yeah, his write-off. Right. Here's or 20 whatever. grand that I've donated to your cause yeah. because I let people draw on my car. You can also write off the car as a, as a work vehicle. Right. And yeah. then the, in the wrap, you right. can write off all those expenses. So it Dude, was just kind of a... Koenigsegg's. I got an idea. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. Oh. Draw the penis. It'll just be covered in penis outlines. I don't have, just... I don't have the, the, what do you call it, the front end money for that. I... That's a, yeah. that's a lot of money. That's a lot of scratch. Yeah, um, but when we start smaller, we're like a, a Fiero kit car. And then... I, dude, I don't even know if I can afford a Fiero <laughs> kit car. <laughs> Put some vertical doors on it. Right? And, uh, well, Okay, so real quick. I forgot to mention something about the Peterson thing, too, that was cool. Did you see the Overland exhibit? Was that there yeah. when you were there? Uh, that was awesome to see that the Civic, that's like the, the first... Rad. It's the first Honda to win Baja. It's, in fact, I think their first trophy in North America. Yeah, that was Of any cool. type. That was cool. And then Lyndon Poskett's bike is always yeah. cool to see. I, I, liked, I love that none of those things look like anybody gave a shit about them until right. they went to the museum. Yeah. That shit still held together with bailing wire. Right. It's yeah, a lot of dirty it's, and it's still yeah. all beat up. That's what's kind of cool. They just, had a bunch of you know different bikes from people that have ridden around the world, and all those were all still dirty. Um, they had the live wire from Long Way Up, which I whatever Charlie's bike. Well, the best part was that was even in prominent display. It was like in the back. Yeah, it was in the back. Yeah, so it was cool to see a bunch of that stuff. It's the appropriate place for the live wire. 
Well, actually, it wasn't even. It's that's not the live wire. That's the. It was the. Is custom, that what it was called? Well, I don't that's remember. what it was based on, right? I mean, yeah. I well, no, I know, but I, I thought they had a different. Anyways, Harley also was spinning off uh, live wire, live wire into its own brand, brand. And I looked. I wanted to go to one of the dealers to check it out. It's just the Harley store in Huntington. And it's the the bike. But they're that claiming, but they have no association with. Like yeah. they're they're really trying to separate it on the, the internet. Like there's no mention of Harley on their website anymore. It's At like the very bottom, finally realized that like Harley folk don't give a shit. Yeah, and the guys that are buying electric bikes, whether it's Harley or Zero, any of those, it's amazing how few of them are motorcyclists. They're all like young tech dudes tech that like yeah. are just stepping up from a bicycle, and they're like, "Well, I can get more groceries with this." Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they yeah. they treat it like it's a washing machine. Like, well, because I mean, electric cars. A lot of people, I think, treat electric cars like appliances more so than a than a regular vehicle. I just never would have thought that motorcycles would have that emotional disconnect like that. Like, I don't know. I've ridden an electric bike, and I can't help myself but giggle the entire time. Well, They're yeah. hilarious. When I was working at the dealership that was doing zero, like people would come in, and I was used to having conversations with someone getting a bike, and you feed that energy, right? right. Like, that's so awesome. We're doing this. Like, what do you plan to do with it? And they'd just be like, Oh, I'm just gonna write gonna it. go to work yeah I mean, well like i don't know i do like i like the new zero that just came out and i would like to have one it'd be I, a perfect bike for around town i love that that whole space is getting up ducati just right announced that, that they're going to be providing the moto e-bikes for the oh, cool. premier racing class which is a big change for ducati because yeah. they previously when asked they're like yeah we have no interest in electric bikes right oh i knew that they were doing something though. everybody yeah i mean they're owned by audi ktm yeah, yeah yeah ktm has electric bikes now they have dirt bikes i just love that like everybody else dropped in with like this is how you can get around town and it's energy right. and ducati's just like yeah we're gonna build fucking race bikes right that's number one yeah and then after that we'll figure everything else out and that's just I mean, that's why I love Ducati. They just yeah. like, here's how we're doing it. It's not nothing that we're ready for production yet, but now they're going to get like all of that proprietary testing knowledge right. and like all of that stuff's just going to feed them and they're just going to build a fucking rad electric. Race well, that's kind of what helped yeah. Lucid. Yeah. Because they, they were the battery pack supplier yeah, for so Formula the, E. Yeah. Batteries and uh, obviously the battery management software. So that's where they've got a huge amount of, of knowledge that yeah. came from. Yeah. And look at their 502 miles or something like EPA rated. Yeah. 502. Shit's yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's really cool to see a lot of this stuff coming. And I mean, granted, I wouldn't get one and haul ass into the middle of the desert yet, right? And I don't know that that's ever necessarily going to happen uh, on an electric bike. Not until you just so many restraints. But what's cool about the electric motorcycle space specifically is that you don't have to build a bike that looks like a bike. Yeah, right. Like you can build whatever you want, really, oh, in, yeah. in many ways. That's kind of cool. It'd be interesting to see if some cool stuff happens like that. I think was it. Terblanche just did one that was insane. There's Don't a, there's a couple of e-bikes that are kind of exploring that and pushing the boundaries of what the design should look like. Like Cake has a couple of interesting electric looking bikes. Yeah, they're kind of bricky, yes. sort of. Yeah, which is that's not but a bad kind of, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun. You don't need. I mean, you you the thing with bikes though, the range is going to be severely limited for a very long time just because of weight and size. Like right. You just don't have the room to put a battery, and you couldn't put a fat. Well, I guess you could build a Harley builds them all the time. They're thousand pounds. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Pierre Terblanche, the guy that did, um, I guess, the most controversial Ducati designs in like the I guess you could early say two thousands. Yeah, is uh, he the Bengal of Ducati? He did like the um, he, he kind of made the Super Sport super ugly and like a couple other things. That, well, let's just say they haven't really appreciated the aesthetic yet. Yet, yeah, yeah it'll, it'll come. They'll, it'll they'll come retro. around to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he made this electric bike that just like it's got pieces that look like a Tie Fighter and it's. There's no gas tank. It looks kind of like a half-done Lego. It looks kind of cool. I mean, like it. all of the mass is really down low in the in the body or the frame, and then like where the tank 
the rear seat, it's all kind of just barely there. It's like scaffolding. But that, I mean, that's why, that's what I mean. Like you can do interesting stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very into it. And like the, the taillight's just acrylic holding right. it together. So you look like there's nothing there and then it lights up and there's just light where negative space was. Yeah. That's cool. It's like the guy knows how to design a motorcycle or something. It's kind of like the taillight that I had on the, uh, the Hyper. It was just a piece of acrylic. Was oh, it yeah. edge lit or something? Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was it edge lit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then it was the, it was integrated signals and the brake light. What did it use for the reflector? Was it a, a separate reflective element somewhere else? Because isn't that no. a reflector? No. There's no reflector in it. It's, it's just illegal. Yeah. What is? Those. Those t- oh, yeah, super yeah, okay. illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan's yeah. a rebel. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a loner Dottie, a rebel. Oh. Yeah. That's a nice peewee reference, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which which totally, I don't know, whatever. Anyways, shifting gears completely. uh, Since we're you don't do that with electric bikes. What? (laughs) Yes, it's true. You could though. Also, it'll be interesting to see. Well, yeah, are they going to stick with a single speed? Because some some cars have two speeds. Yeah, two speed transmission. So the Porsche Taycan and then the Audi GT have two speeds. My HPI uh, RS4 RS4 Racer Two had a two speed transmission in it. That thing was fast. Fast and faster. It was a like full horsepower when I finished building the motor, which is a tiny little, you know, RC car is insane. That is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's pretty fast. Uh, but anyways, no, what I was going to say is uh, on the Lego front, since you brought it up or somebody mentioned the word Lego, I just I'm heard the word. And you know sure what that was just all it's just the room. No, yeah. <laughs> it, might, it might just be the room. Um, but no, they uh, they just announced the Lego Home Alone house. Yes. And it is pretty freaking well done yeah nick actually sent us a message on this like last week and yeah. it was right after they made the announcement right. or after lego made the announcement and it's a faithful reproduction of the house used in the movie home alone some of the rooms are slightly rearranged in all fairness yes but, but there's all the to, key to yeah, right. <laughs> all the key minifigs there's a kit you know kevin McAllister in there there's it's got like the great facial expressions, right? It's got him with his like his Marv mouth has the uh, the yeah. iron, the, the iron mark on his face is amazing. Yeah, and the gold tooth mm-hmm. on the mini figs that, that yep. makes it worthwhile. There's the, the little uh, what was the pizza place? The Nero's Pizza. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That they have little pizza boxes in the scenes. How did they stuff? not include the old man? He is in there. Oh, is he in there? He is. In okay, there. cool, yeah. cool, cool. The uh, oh, the mom's in there too, right? Yes. But not the brother or something like that. There I was wanna, some figure I, I heard that was would have been cool to have. Buzz's girlfriend. If they had a picture of Buzz's oh. girlfriend, <laughs> they also have the uh, the Michael Jordan. Yes, the cardboard cutout. Yeah, the cardboard cutout. Yeah, so it's pretty. It's pretty well done. I thought that was really cool. It's, it's one like of the four thousand plus pieces. Yes, it's and it's two fifty. I think two hundred fifty yeah. bucks. Yeah, yeah, which. Lego sets are becoming more expensive, and they're becoming definitely more adult oriented. Uh, and a lot like, of their stuff is, is sounds like it's filled with boobs. <laughs> no, there's no Lego boobs. Sorry. No, but I, I have I did find a set on how to build Lego privates. Why were you looking figs? for this? Well, I sent it to you like a couple of months yeah, ago. Yeah, I, re- I mean, I remember, but I don't remember why you how you even found that. To be honest, uh, internet's a wonderful place. You yes, can just yes, build it is. all the square boobs you want, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Well, there. Are, I mean, there are, people do make some weird, like, uh, stop motion Lego stuff. There's, and you can find. There's a really good documentary on Lego, and they talk about a lot of the stuff, and it is just bizarre. I don't. I would like to know less about these things, and I've. Just I only know because it. of the documentary. All right. It's not like I'm. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Well, let me know what it is so I can avoid it. Because I don't. <laughs> no, it's actually it's actually pretty interesting. The documentary, not the the rest of the thing. Oh, yeah, look at that. That's just Lego cock and balls right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it's just weird. Wow, there's like multiple ones. And, and, yeah. and the picture is titled Lego Penis. That is just not... Oh, my gosh. This, I, I'm going to have to bad. make this now. 
Are you though? Why? Yeah, there's you. Just so I can send it to Ryan. You don't need to. I'm gonna it. glue it together and turn it into a keychain. Oh jeez. And then it'll be like the keys to your Ducati or something. Oh god, I have a I have a Lego keychain on my forum. This one's called Lego Cock with a Cock, and it's <laughs> the guy's got the rooster the chicken suit. <laughs> chicken suit. And you know what? I know exactly what piece that is too. <laughs> the penis piece. <laughs> it's not it's what it's it supposed to be, that? but yeah. it's supposed to be like a wall hook or something like that. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, sure. yeah. Anyways, so so yeah, Lego Home Alone house. I think that's pretty cool. Are you so gonna get it? I don't know. Maybe that's two maybe penis topics. Is there gonna be a, a hat trick? I hope not. Let's see. We've we've talked about drawing penises. We've talked about building penises with Lego. Yep. I think that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm looking through my notes. I don't see anything else penis related. Oh, I do. You do? Oh, good. Well, what is that? Gaming cockpits. There we go. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. That's, there's a pun. Um, which, by the end, we kind of were talking about this a little bit. Then I know Grayson wants one, but damn, are they? can they be expensive? And it's not even necessarily the part. It's the, the frame. It's the seat can be really expensive, but the, the actual controls. Well, that's the thing. Is like So we're looking at a... Because Grayson loves playing Forza on Xbox. Yeah. He likes the driving games. He does have a wheel and pedal setup that like clamps onto a tabletop. Right. But it's meant to be temporary. It's not like a permanent setup in, right. in the room. Right. Because a permanent setup takes up a crap ton of space. It does. And now that we're redoing the garage, the garage will be a space where he can then have a driving cockpit, driving setup, whatever you want to call it. And so we're looking into them. And, and just for a seat platform with a seat... And a little bit of a frame that has a base for where the steering wheel would attach and where the pedals would attach. You're looking at 350 minimum. Yeah, which is not cheap. Which is not cheap. And that's on the low end. Yeah. And then to get one, like I've seen setups where you were talking, they've got different, I guess, uh, ergonomics depending on sort of yes. what your style is. So if you like doing IndyCar racing, those setups are like 1100 1200 bucks. And it's literally you're sitting on the ground yep. and your feet are above like your butt. Just like a like you, you would wouldn't be in, be in an F1 yeah. car. Well, yeah. there, I've seen one that's like a, uh, a rally car setup. And that guy's got, I mean, he has the full handbrake. He's got the shifter. Like it's all of the stuff. And it can't, I mean, the control, just the controls. There's companies that build custom steering wheels and stuff for oh, you. Oh, yeah. yeah you it's can crazy. Vehicle specific steering wheels. That's right. like an exact replica out of like a Ferrari F1 or out of a, a rally car or right. whatever these things are. And like I don't what's what's the going rate on an Xbox or PlayStation these is like five hundred bucks I'll say? Probably. Well the seat itself, just for a basic seat setup, yeah. three fifty. Right. Then you need the wheels the wheel and pedals. Right. And on the low end that's three bucks to four hundred bucks. Yeah. And that's on the low end. Right. And then you you're gonna need a monitor because right. you're now not oh, screw that VR. Okay. VR well, that so that as you're looking around, you're looking around your cockpit but, and then everything's where it's supposed to but be. But not every game has supports VR. that. Yeah. I'm not playing any garbage games. Why would I play a game that's not going to be. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like for my son, we're playing it off of a console. We're not doing like a PC based game. Uh, so. PSVR. But yeah, PlayStation has VR. Yeah, but that would be a completely different gaming series, right? That oh, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. spend like 300 bucks on a PlayStation 4. No, no, it's just trash. Well. <laughs> But he also he has an Xbox already, he, right? Because yeah, he's he playing Forza. Mistakes. No, <laughs> you know what? There are there are valid I've reasons to own. Yeah, there are valid reasons to I own got, each one. And I got a Switch. I, you know, same thing. Are you gonna get the OLED Switch? No, if it, it had any kind of performance gain on it, I absolutely would. But I just don't care that much about how good my Minecraft looks. I haven't. Is played. that is that your game of choice? Yeah, I mean it's it's free Legos. Yeah, yeah pretty much is. Like Fifteen years. I haven't played my Switch in a very long time. I was gonna start uh, Zelda over and just never got around to it. 
I that need, is an airplane, by the way. That is an airplane. I need to give that enough time because I know it's a really good. Like every now it. and then there's something that I know is good and I just don't get into it. And yeah. I know I'm wrong to not be into it. And well, Zelda's one of those. I, I didn't. I just didn't enjoy it and I couldn't get past not enjoying the beginning of it. So I stopped playing it. So I, I would like to go back to it because the same with no, no Man's Sky. I hated that game. Is it just because the beginning is just tedious or yeah, boring or it's something? It's tedious, it's boring and there's like so in Zelda specifically, uh the the whatever Call of the Wild or whatever, is that what it's called? Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. In that one, you like you pick up a stick to use as a weapon and the stick freaking breaks. Like <laughs> you know, so it's just it like doesn't matter how good the weapon gets, eventually it all breaks. Yeah. So it, there was it, it, it just becomes like a grind to try to get some stuff past these certain points. So I just need to try it again. But the same thing, like I said, No Man's Sky. I hated that game when it came out. Went back and replayed it, and I've played it quite a bit, and it's really fun. Hello Games deserves a lot of credit for that, because that game came out, and they didn't meet any of the expectations people it was, had. Yeah. And they've been giving, they've given like a, a, over a dozen free updates that have been monumental to yeah, the there's point a, where a, a new one. I feel guilty about it. Like I feel like <laughs> I need to give them money, and there's no like they don't even have like a way to buy cosmetics from them. It's just oh, like wow. here's free content, right? And it's been like a yeah. There's no in-game decade. purchases. There's none of that, and it's they just did a massive update. I wonder yeah. if they're actually mo- they're being able to monetize it with additional game sales for people that didn't buy it up front because it wasn't maybe. what they expected, and maybe now people are seeing that it's better. So they're going out and making that purchase. Maybe, but the original launch of that had to be like 2012. The fact yeah, that they're still making updates on it, yeah, a long time ago, is pretty impressive. Huge updates. And enough uh, updates. 2016, it came out actually. That's right. five years ago, though. The fact that you're still getting support for a game right. that came out five years ago is pretty impressive. And well, I was trying to see if, if they stuff, but like adding like enough content that if they said like here's an update for six bucks, I would be like, that's a good deal. Like it's. Yeah, I mean, right. it's, everything. it's delivering additional content. You get benefits out of it, so it makes sense. I wanted to see if they've... I was actually just going to look and see if they've... Uh, so it, it, it's only, like, if you go get it now, it's only 32 bucks for PlayStation. That's high. Like, you can usually find it on sale for, like, 20 It is just on Amazon. I just looked really quick. Like, no, here's one. I mean, if you go to GameStop, you can get it on sale for 20 bucks. Yeah. That's not bad at all. But $20, they, so it's still realistically a $70 or $60 game. Like they shouldn't yeah, yeah. really the, have the value. to because of the amount of new content. At, at this point, they could have called it like No Man's Sky 3. Right. I'd be like, yeah, okay, cool. You guys added a bunch of stuff. Like they do the same thing with like Call of Duty and yeah. every sports game ever. Right. And this is way more content than any of those things have ever It's done. insane that sports games come out every, like you, you can't, you have a, a new NHL game every freaking year. Well, in a lot of those games, nothing changes other than the roster. Yeah, well, a lot of that, and then, I mean, they do change. They just get more complicated. Like, I stopped playing NHL after, I think, 13 because they just tried to add so much stuff that it's like the game's not fun to play anymore. Well, and I think a lot of people just, their hate is towards uh, Electronic Arts, EA Sports, because of that shit. That's just, they churn out the same thing, and they just change something minor. Right. And then, yet the game is still a bajillion dollars. Yes. And it could be licensing, but, I mean, you think of it from a development cost. It's an identical game, except... A couple of new characters because they've changed teams or they've been added to teams. Well, you, they can update rosters online. Yeah, like that's how the the old NHL games used to do it. So I, I don't know what the. It's just all, a all those sports games peaked in the nineties, like NHL ninety three. Yeah, all that shit. <laughs> yeah, Troy Aikman football. It's my jam. Well, ninety three was the NHL ninety three was the one where you could make people's heads bleed. Oh, dude, mutant league hockey, mutant league football. I, I don't, don't remember those. those. No, I don't remember those ones. You you could there was a play in mutant league football that was literally just murder the ref. Oh, nice. It was not like a... Was this like Mortal Kombat of sports? Literally, you just killed the ref and then you did what you wanted. That was the play. Finish him. The uh, Tecmo Super Bowl is one of my favorite football games of all time. 
but there was a glitch in it. You could be the Raiders and basically you'd hike the ball and just run towards your own end zone and, and score and just wait and wait and wait and then throw the long bomb and it would complete the pass every single time for a touchdown. That sounds like the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like somebody was a Raiders fan. No, I wasn't a Raiders fan. I, I don't like no, it. No, no, no. But I mean, when oh, the yeah. no. something on the game. And it might have worked with other teams, but I just happened to pick the Raiders and that's what how it worked. It was pretty funny. But that Tecmo Super Bowl was fun. Do you remember um, what was that robot football game? It was in the arcades. That game was really fun, too. I remember the baseball one. I remember that one, but there was a football one. It's all robots and like different yeah, different robots. I wonder if that was just their way of getting around like the NFL licensing, right? You oh, don't have any for sure. marquee players, but yeah. you're just doing the same idea. I was never really a big fan of like the, those sports games, but I mean, like any of the skateboarding games yeah, or like... Skate or uh, die was awesome. Yeah, or, or even like bicycling, like Paperboy, Bike, like those types yeah. of games like were always fun. Oh, it's called it was called Cyberball. Okay. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's a name. I can see the cover in my brain right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, if you can see the, but that's what it was. Um, so that that was always uh, really fun. But yeah, dude. Um, oh shit! What was the one with the three sixty controller? Was that Skate or Die? It could have been in the arcade where the it was. Ju- you could only spin the, the oh, joystick. Yeah. I think that was Skate or Die. And then there was another one, the ten eighty, the snowboarding. Oh, game. it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, was it that one? It was, was one seven twenty. Seven twenty. That's what it was. Yeah, that was a fun game too, and but it was hard. All those games were hard. Yeah, Paperboy is really hard. Do you remember the Paperboy console that had the actual bike handlebars? Oh yeah, that was super cool. Well, all those games like back in the day, they were trying to get people to buy the games rather than rent them. So like they would make games with like the mandate of we need to make this difficult enough that you can't beat it, beat it. during the rental session. Yeah, like, right. The Lion King game for the Genesis was made specifically so that it would be too difficult to do in a rental session. How do you have a? I've, I've never seen Lion King. I don't know how you have a Lion King game. Oh, dude! All the Disney games during the Genesis era were like supreme platformers. Really, Aladdin, Lion King. Do you remember Battle Toads? That game was Battle oh, yeah. Toads and Double Dragon. There's a new. And we might have talked about this before. There is a new version of the original arcade Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out. Oh fuck! So I'm an actual pumped. arcade console? Yeah, it's gonna be. Remember the old four player? Like, yeah, it's gonna be so cool. I remember playing that game, but I can't even. I remember playing the game, but I have no idea what the game actually was like. Is Double it? Dragon, essentially. Okay. It was like the, a, a side-scroller. Side yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the console that gave me this. What? I got How a scar you do that? on my... I tripped at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> fucking nailed the corner of that thing. And oh, I, all I remember is like hitting the stool and then hitting my head and then blood. And then crying. And then some really like nice people that worked at Chuck E. Cheese just giving me whatever I wanted out of that case because they were like... Yeah, you could have sued him, I guess. I mean, it was probably their trip. Yeah, I'm pretty kind of mad that we didn't really. How old were you? I don't know. Young enough to know that I should be getting free shit for bleeding. It could have been (laughs) renamed Marky Cheeses. It would have been like all Chuck E. Cheeses. Man, those have you seen the video of the animatronic? You know, yeah, yeah, without the fur. I pay good money for one of those. I would totally too. Yeah. What would you? They're huge. Where would you put it? In the backyard, living room, in your bedroom. Don't worry about it. (laughs) <laughs> i am gonna okay i'm gonna walk away from that Do you know his full name chucky e. cheese charles entertainment cheese uh, I, I did know that and I, that's one of those things that was scrubbed from my brain i want to do a highbrow chucky e. cheese that's called charles entertainment cheese <laughs> make it classy yeah <laughs> I like, isn't, isn't I, that I wanted, just basically like dave and buster's it'd be an adult in, version. in my head this is like the demolition man version of it oh where like people go to charles entertainment cheese like dressed to the nines and they're like why yes i will play these video games while eating this pizza 
I don't know. Like the you're playing ball. skee-ball, but the balls are now made out of, like, marble. Well, you're actually, like, you know, <laughs> you are kind of in that, the time frame now where that would appeal to, well, maybe not the classiness of it, but that would appeal to the kids that went to Chuck E. Cheese as kids. Oh, for sure. Are they oh, still yeah. around? Yeah. They yeah. are, but they're not. I mean, because we talked about this a couple bad. months ago, like when the whole pandemic started, they started listing on like those food delivery places. Oh, that's right. As yeah. a different pizza place. Right, right, right. And then people would get the pizza and this is just Chuck E. Cheese crap. And yeah. they're all pissed because they paid a premium for. That's right. We did talk about that. And I, I remember telling you, too, that I ages ago tried to go to a, tuck, a Chuck E. Cheese to get pizza with some friends and they wouldn't let us in. Because you didn't have a kid. Yeah, we were sans child. That's good. No, That's it is good. good I'm, I'm not mad about it, but yeah. I would like to have had their pizza for nostalgic reasons. Just go reasons. get pizza and add sugar to it. That's what they do. That's so gross. Just take yeah. your niece and nephew. No, no. You're not going to. You're not going to be the one that's going to introduce them to to Chuck E. Cheese. Absolutely to not. Charles Entertainment Cheese. Nah, doesn't sound like it's worth it. I tried to make a joke at work the other day that a Chuck E. Cheese had closed and I was going to buy it, and all I was trying to do was get the words. It's a nice pizza property. <laughs> you couldn't and even get the dude that I was telling it to was just like really Chuck E. Cheese they closed it and he like started like going off on a tangent but I was like okay, dude, let me just yeah. let me just, you could a, just couldn't get it in it's there. a pizza fuck it dude I don't, I, no it's still there you're fine don't your childhood is safe for the next 34 seconds but I do remember the alternative Chuck E. Cheese's which was Bullwinkles Bullwinkles oh, was yeah. better do you think it was? It I think was, so. To me, it was the exact same thing, yeah. just different it's characters. Got, it, no, it was a Worst little games. different. It's gone. No, they had be- they had better arcade games. The food was better. I, I'll and tell you this: I never got so excited to bowling because I split my face open. Well, that's true. But the one the one in Fountain Valley also had because uh, it had the batting cages, it had the uh, the fun center, the mini golf, which yeah. uh, the boats, right? So none of that was what it actually wasn't Bullwinkles. It was right next door. Next door. Which yes. speaking of that family fun center, it's still there. Nope. Nope. I just I drove by it. It has been leveled. No, because that changed into a boomers, right? Yep, and it's gone. Like oh, it's, really? They ripped out the mini golf and everything. I just drove by it uh, yesterday. I haven't been up to four or five at all. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you paid attention, but we we're kind of anti people enjoying their lives at this point in history. So that that does track right. Well, the skate rink is still there and still open. Eh. Nobody but, enjoys their life in there. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> but I just I, I that place is we used to go there all the time as kids, and it's gone. Am I? Are you gonna pour one was out? involved no. with like the ownership of of Boomers back when it was Palace Park. Oh, okay. Here. And I got like for one of my birthdays, I got to go test ride the new go karts they were thinking about getting oh, that sweet. hadn't been like restricted or anything. Yeah, yeah. And it was like super weird because it was just me. Like they shut it down for me to just go do like a couple hot laps. That's in it. weird. And I remember just feeling like I. You were like a VIP. Yeah, no, I definitely was, but I was just remember doing like, can every, everyone can be out here at the same time. Like, no. we don't need to just have everyone watching me be an asshole. Apparently not. Yeah, yeah I didn't like it. Everybody thought it was like Macaulay Culkin or something on the golf cart. Or the just, so I wonder if the one off the 404, or like in Irvine, is still there. Yeah, it's still there, because we, we went miniature golfing there uh, about two or three weeks ago. Oh, okay. There's Camelot that's up in Orange. Yep. That shit looks fucking rad. That is an actual castle. Yeah, off the 91? Sure. Yeah, it's off the 91. Okay. Yeah. It is not an actual castle. Like, they didn't build it and import it from from jolly old England or anything. From Castlevania. That's where castles come from. (laughs) It's got parapets. You could defend it in an an apocalypse situation. I would would question the structural integrity of it, having been inside of it. But other than that, it looks like a castle. We're going to go do a siege now. Okay. (laughs) I have been. That is actually a pretty fun park. 
I went there to go get car washing apparatus because there's a place next door that has it. And I went around the corner not expecting to see a fucking What do you mean castle. car wash apparatus? Dude, there's like a place there where like everybody that does like mobile detailing goes to get all, all their supplies. The shit. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like a, a specialty shop of specialty So you're shops. buying chemicals or something. Chemicals, but like the buffers, the buck, uh, all the stuff. Sure, sure. I, they had a special cleaner for wash free, water-free washing because my car oh, yeah. is rust prone. And I wanted to be able to clean it still. Okay. Like a cat. And it, I would just went around the corner. I was like, oh, this is with fucking castle. Yeah. It's, we used to go there every once in a while. That's all I got on that. One. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No, I mean, it's fine. It's fun. But we would always, we'd end up in, in the Fountain Valley at the, the skate rink or at the Tommy Burgers there. Yeah. If you like that. Yeah. Tommy, you like Tommy? Have you had a Tommy Burger? Which one? Huh? Which Tommy? Which Tommy? Tommy's the chili burger place. There's like seven of them. They no, I'm talking about the one in Fountain Valley. I don't think I've ever been to that one. It's it is in the parking lot base or across the parking lot from the skate rink. Right. So I've never actually been in that roller skating rink either. Really? No. We used to, we were just talking about this with my family pretty recently. They used to do overnight skates. What? Yeah, my mom would drop us off at like eight. And he'd pick you up at like seven in the morning, or and you'd skate all night long. That doesn't sound like a thing. That <laughs> no, it doing. was a thing. It was definitely a thing. Yeah, you'd skate, hang out in there all night, and you bring like a air sleeping, mattress, a sleeping bag, just sleep on the ice. No, no, no. It was a, a roller, roller skating, skating rink, not just, ice skating. Huh. That sounds like the teen pregnancy capital yeah, of like but, Fountain Valley. But speaking of things, they that should are, not let adults in there without children. I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know how it worked, but or how it worked, but that it was it was a wild time in the nineties. Yeah. You show up as a kid, you leave as a man. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but the uh, speaking of so the the um, God, what was it called? Ice Palace or something like that. So there was a, a ice rink in Costa Mesa that we used to go to as kids, and they tore that out too. But I don't remember what what it was called. And that was a long time ago. It's like a movie theater now. I can't ice skate because my feet, my ankles roll inwards. So yeah. if I get on ice skates, it's such a, same with rollerblades, it's such a fine point that I just make like a little pyramid with my shitty little flipper feet. Why don't you get uh, like forest, forest Gump uh, braces is what I was going to say. Oh, the hockey skates would help with the ankle rolling a little bit. Do they bit, have though? two yeah, skates on the bottom? Because otherwise I don't Oh, know the double no, wide? They're no. hard. They're Wait, hard is that boots. an actual thing? Yeah, yeah for kids. Skate, but no, for ice skates, for kids. Yeah, 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 they have ones with two blades, so they're more stable. I can do those probably because I can roller skate, but I can't roller blade. Like on quads? Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing now, apparently. It's coming back. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I've been taking Grace into this. No, it is. It's a big thing. It's it's coming back in the niche community that it's going to stay in. It's not like you're not going to see it. It's not going mainstream. My niece has, my niece got some. She's got roller skates. She skates all over the place. But you walk into like uh, Tilly's, which is like a youth clothing store, and they have a roller skate display with like four different skate models on it. Really? Yeah. I haven't been in a Tilly's in ages. That's good because you're an adult. Well, it's, He's I mean, not allowed it, in there without a kid, so I, yeah. I take my son. No, it's a. I mean, it's just a skate store, really. I mean, I feel like there's a list of places that Ryan can't go into that he wishes he could because he doesn't have a kid. That no, is that, it's just Chuck E. Cheese. It's Chuck E. Cheese. It's Dave and Buster's. It's no, Tilly's. Dave and Buster's is an adult place, right? I mean, uh, I, mostly, mostly. Adult. I would just like to think. Sorry, sir. You yeah, be, yeah. <laughs> you can't be unaccompanied here. Yeah. Whatever's in in accordance with what the court has ordered for Ryan. There's, that is <laughs> no. I'm in the courts. That is not a thing that has ever occurred. I'm Jeez <laughs> Louise, man. I'm throwing things now, um, sir. You're not allowed on the merry-go-round. Do I, do you, who wants to ride a merry-go-round? It's two dollars at South Coast Plaza. Why would you go on it? It's the most boring ride in the world. I don't know. Because it beats standing around? Although I did take, we, uh, I took my niece miniature golfing once and we went to, I can't remember which place we went, but we, 
She wanted to ride all of the stuff. I said, Avery, you can do whatever you want. Merry-go-round. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Kids are dumb. I've done well, it. Kids are, they make questionable decisions for sure. I've done it at Disneyland. It's fun. Yeah, but the at, at one of those places, you have to pay extra to ride the merry-go-round. Yes. Right? So it's not like you're at Disneyland where it's just a, a thing that you get on. Of well, all but the you things that just should get on be it. free at Disneyland, a fucking merry-go-round should be one of them. Yeah. It is free at Disneyland. It, it is. is it? Yeah. But you just have to pay 100 bucks to get in the park to go ride. Right. Disneyland itself is not Wildness. free. And then you have to stand around for like 45 minutes to get in line to be on that. Yeah. So Has yeah. anyone thought of just... Like standing and then looking around. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're not riding a creepy painted horse. Yes. Or, or just walking in a circle slowly. Right. Because that would kind now, of... Now, I did like the playground equipment merry-go-rounds when we were kids. You remember those? The, the spinning spin death wheel. Oh, yeah. yeah. Trying to spin people off of it. Those were fun. That was always fun. Yeah. I feel very fortunate to have grown up in a time where there was still the, like... Death parks that. Oh yeah, the metal like slides the and yeah, yeah. The big, slides without the, the the very low walls. The big metal dome thing. Yes, like the hex, hexagonal pipe dome, whatever and that you was. Climb called. all the way to the top, yep. and then you fall, hitting every single crossbar on the way down. I had my, I was hanging off of one, and this kid kept pulling on my legs. I was like, stop, stop, I'm gonna fall, right? Because I was losing my grip. They were like pulling down on me, and I fell, boom, right onto my face. Oh, popped my nose. My elementary school struck. We called it the structure. Blood everywhere. <laughs> It was just telephone poles bolted together. That's safe. I, the kids would like crawl on them and get massive splinters right. in their oh, chest yeah. because literally just telephone poles with like slides attached to them. That's but so like fun. it was just a pile of shit. That's kind of awesome. And the best was I like, oh, it. let's let's make this a soft landing spot. So we'll put that on sand. Yeah. Like that's just not. Where else are you going to find micro machines? <laughs> <laughs> well, so the, the speaking of things on adding to the list of things that are now gone, my elementary school where I fell off the thing, we yeah. got pulled down. is now a Walmart. Oh, yeah. That's weird. How many of your classmates work there now? Probably all of them. It's going to be interesting, though. It's bizarre. Like of all things, a like Walmart. your elementary school is gone to turn into a Walmart. That'd be a horrific thing to have. Was your elementary school massive? Like was the... It, there was other properties that they okay. had stitched together. So it was the, and actually it was, it was a huge school. Um, but it was, it's Walmart and another shopping, there's a big shopping center. Oh, wow. So when I, I went there until I was in third grade because we moved after that. But that, it was walking distance from my house. It was just at the end of the street. You'd go to Crestview Elementary in Huntington Beach. And then I would walk home and then now it's a Walmart. Can you imagine how horrific it would be to have actually done what we just talked about? Like gone to that school and then as an adult go back to where it is to work your job at Walmart? Oh yeah, that was. And suck. you're still riding a and bike to like, get there, right? <laughs> the well, same bike. They put up a they put up a big wall, so the neighborhood's now walled off. But it, it's weird because it was it was a through street basically right. into the school before, right? And now it's just a wall. The road just ends at a wall. This uh, and on the other side is the Walmart. Yeah, that's where they sell those. Mm-hmm. This 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 Friday, I have Friday. Uh, I was talking to talking to some friends that I went to. I. This Friday you were talking. So the, the previous Friday no, or we're talking about I'm talking about what I'm going to be oh, doing this okay. Friday because of what I was talking to my friends. Okay. So there's a group of friends of, that I've gone to school with, elementary school, oh, cool. junior high and high school, yep. in which in my neighborhood was kind of weird because we lived on in a part of the district where the boundaries, like we kind of fell in the weird gap where oh, yeah. like most of the kids from my elementary school didn't go to the junior high that I went to and oh, that my yeah, friends right, went right. to. And then, you know, all those friends, we went there all went to a different high school than we went to. So anyways, there's about 30 of us that all went to the same three schools. So talk to some of them. Some of them are still involved with the high school. Yeah. Like they're coaching football. And I'm going to go to my first high school football game since I was in high school. 
this Friday. That's a place where you shouldn't be allowed to go. Well, but I'm bringing you, my kid with me. No, nope. so, yep, unless yep. one of them is a, one of the students is some type of a family member. Stay out, sir. No, man, he's a. He's, I'm an alumni. Yeah, he's uh, alumni. Yeah, also, alma mater. Yeah, he I would to not go in and talk to the kids about it. that. That was where we did auto shop. Yep. back in the di- back when schools. Did, did you have those. auto shop at your schools? Oh yeah. And the, actually, the school still oh, physically yeah. has the shop. I don't know if it's still open. Or yeah, not. I'm not it's sure not. that mine, not. mine's running at all. Either. But we had auto shop, metal shop, and uh, wood? wood shop. Yeah. yeah. My school had none of those. We had, we when had I was in high school. Them, but we didn't use them. And botany. Botany? We didn't have botany. Yeah, they had a nursery. We had we weird. had weird. all the shop classes, so metal, wood, and auto. Yeah. And then we had oh, ceramics. We oh, had, yeah, we had art. Um I'm trying to think if any other. You know. No, we had ceramics at the first high school I went to, but not the second one. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, so I'm going to go to a high school football game to see a crosstown rivalry for the, the division championship. That sounds thrilling. If I was in Texas, I guess this would be a bigger deal. But yeah. here it's like, ah. Eh. What school is it? This is, it's going to be El Toro High School versus Tribuco Hills High School. Ooh. So, I don't know where big it's game. playing at. Yeah. Big it's game. In a stadium. Yeah. But I, I yeah. at a high school. Yes, that's most likely where it'll With be. Hopefully, decent snacks. Oh, it'll be interesting to know if your snacks are more expensive at the high school game than it was at his. Oh, at the right? uh, yeah, what the at thing, the movie. But the thing I was like, how much are high school football tickets? These you have to days? pay for tickets. What? Well, if you yeah, didn't you have like an ASB card when you were a student and you saved like a dollar off your football game tickets or something like that? I didn't go to any. I'm, I yeah, I, I don't <laughs> recall going to many football games. I want to say like I tickets outside of them to get in fights, but that was about it. That's you should do that. Like I, I, I remember them the tickets being like five bucks, and with an ASB card they were four bucks. I, I, I do have remember no idea. having an ASB card. I do remember that part. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm gonna find out what a high school football game costs these days and what the snacks are like, but. Yeah. I just remember usually like when when I was in high school and I would go to the game, we would pregame at Del Taco or postgame at Del Taco. That's weird. That's what we did. Right. Well, we were always at Del Taco. Well, that too. Yeah. That's, so yeah, yeah. We need to see if we do that and teach my son the ropes. Huh. That's <laughs> weird. I went to high school, let alone high school sports. Yeah, I, I played football in high school. I played for like a year, and then I realized, you know what? I'm not good enough to go anywhere because of this, and it's taken away from my school studies. So I was like, eh, forget that. I played for a year, and I played baseball. Yeah. For a year. Freshman year, I played soccer, and our team was the worst team. Right. We did not have matching uniforms, which I feel defeats the purpose. We had like <laughs> Hanes heavyweight shirts that sure. said like the team on it, but not numbers. Okay. Oh, weird. And we were responsible for our own shorts and socks. How did the refs huh. know who... It was the worst possible team. I was on the bench, and my job was to sit there and talk shit until the coach figured out who was good on the other team. Then I'd go out and foul them and maybe get sent off, maybe not, but then I would go back and sit down. Sounds like a waste. You were like the enforcer. I was told specifically that the only reason I was still on the team is because I made the coach laugh. (laughs) And the coach was his dad. That's kind of like that's kind of a messed up thing to tell a kid too, right? I mean, I yeah, know, that is because it wasn't unrealistic. Like the right. first game, right? Very first game. Because soccer is one of those sports you have tryouts. Like not no, everybody's no, no. on. Like no, no, football, everybody makes a team. No, everybody's on. This is going to be high school. There's like maybe 200 kids in the graduating class. Like no okay. one's like everyone that wants to play is going to be on the team. Were you an artist? Is that the that was what it was back then? Now it's the breakers, which sounds way tougher. Like the breaker in the like, water. Yeah, yeah, water. No, no, like like an ocean break or in your in break your dancing cabinet. Yeah, no, 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 no. break dancing. Oh, oh, yes. pops and locks. Mm-hmm. Got so it. They were breakers. Very first game. 
the coach, we've had one practice, and, yeah. the, and this is Which how you sounds know like how the entire season's going to go, right? He goes <laughs> to the thing, he's like, hey, who's been a goalie? <laughs> and wow. I'm like, I mean, I was in like AYSL. Goal, you're the goalie. Oh, no, that's not a good idea. You shouldn't do that. We lost by like 20 points. Oh, nice. And I mean, not nice, but funny. Like, you would think after the first five points, they would pull and well, change goalies? Nah. I think they happen so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of sports stuff, uh, baseball is the World Series is coming up. They finally decided who's going to be playing. They did. And, and I think nobody cares. Go Braves. It'll be the Braves versus the Astros. Go Braves. That's all I got. Don't, don't I thought care. they weren't called the Braves anymore. They, they are still the Braves. The no, it's the, uh, the Cleveland Indians that are no longer the Cleveland Indians. They're the Cleveland oh, somethings. This, this is how little I know about baseball. I thought those were the same. Nope. They are teams. one's from Atlanta, which is in Georgia, and one is from Cleveland, which is in Ohio. And those are what, like two or three miles apart? Yes. All right. Just about. About on a, on a on a like a small map. Which was the one with the movie Wild Thing? The Cleveland Indians. Cleveland okay. Indians, yeah. yeah. Major League? No. Nope. Major League. Great movie. Yes. Bob Euker. Charlie Bob Euchre. Bob Eubanks. Bob Eubanks. Euchre. What the heck was Uker. that guy's name? Euchre. Yeah. Yeah. He's funny. Wasn't he in like a sitcom? Mr. Belvedere. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Belvedere. He played baseball too, didn't he? I think he was a, a professional baseball player. He was, and then he yeah. was became a professional baseball announcer. Yep. But anyway, so yeah, the World Series. Don't care. Well, it's going to be kind of weird in the fact that these two teams are 800 miles apart. So it, well, I guess, I mean, is that weird? Well, in the fact that it's in the middle of the U.S. and nobody really is going to care. It, it always seems that when, yeah. there's a, when there's a coastal team involved, like be it like a, a California team or a New York team, they're kind of guaranteed like a certain number of fans or TV ratings or whatever. I would have loved because of the fan base. Yeah, I would have loved a San Francisco Boston World Series. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Or a Dodger Boston, just, like that would have yeah. been a good mix up. Just what? in terms of just yeah for for fans. Yeah, yeah. Why don't exactly. they just do like a fan vote? Like World Series, you got to earn, but then there's like the the fans' choice who do, who you want to see this year. Like a uh, fan series world. Yeah championship thing you know what it'll be cool if this ever happened. it'd be rad if like teams from japan and cuba and stuff were competitive truly became a world yeah and it was series. an actual world series that would be awesome because you know there'd be good baseball oh yeah and i mean baseball is one of the things where it's some I, I don't know i actually really enjoy watching it in person or on tv both actually i'm i'm much more of an in-person baseball yeah than a tv per i like it. I, I i've found that it's, it's enjoyable to watch but hockey's back too which is Always fun to watch. Have you been to a game yet? No, I have not. I wanted to. I wanted to. I was going to go to opening day, talk to Nick about it, but he was busy. Yeah, um, I saw the email. I was like, oh, maybe I can go opening day. And I was like, I'll yeah. probably try to go catch a game this season. I, I'd like to see one. I mean, I, I've had season tickets in the past, and you know, yeah, would like to eventually probably get some again because I do. I do like going. The problem is when it's forty-one games plus preseason and and playoffs, it becomes a lot of games to go to. And unless you're, you know, really disciplined about I'm not having a beer and I'm not having anything at the stadium, it's freaking pricey. I was going to say, because even with the season ticket, ignoring the ticket cost, if you were just to go through concessions, you're going like, what, 40, 50 bucks a at visit? At least, yeah. Yeah, that adds up. Yeah, for sure. Start sneaking some kebabs in. I, they will not let you, sir. I don't think you realize how sneaky I am. I don't want to know where you're putting kebabs. Well, if he's using wood skewers, they're not going to come up on the metal detector, so he's yeah. safe there. They, uh, coat, they, it's weird. A lot of and these stadiums, Jinko jeans. A, <laughs> a lot, a lot of these stadiums are changing. Like they change their bag policy. The clear bag. Yeah, you have to have like a small, one gallon. Clear, it's bizarre. Yeah. I heard a rumor that you can sneak in with stuff if you tell them you have diabetes. Yeah, they can't. 
technically restricted, but like beverages and stuff, they can they can block that. But yeah, they can't let you take that in. But what would you take? Like how if you say like I need to have this food with me because I'm diabetic and I'll oh, die. I, I can't. You can't hold my health hostage. Meanwhile, it's like a full large pizza. From yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Call me out. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, isn't that like a HIPAA violation or something? I don't exactly. know. Exactly. I don't know if that works, that's, but it's all sorts of those people. That's how I got that hat ID thing. So speaking of, <laughs> of, of food, th- this morning uh, we decided to have a lazy Sunday. Made a questionable food decision. Yeah, and we're like, ah. So we decided on McDonald's for breakfast. So I, I ran out. Which, what do you get? I, I I like the egg muffin thingy. Sausage. And yeah, egg sausage egg and egg with that, cheese. That, that was my my go to. With cheese or no cheese? With cheese. Okay. You gotta get the cheese. Yeah. So I mean, their sausage tastes like chemical. I I went sausage I went for is that. Chemical. You no, guys specific, know this is not food, right? No, it's, it's bits just, in a binder. I'm saying McDonald's sausage specifically is. I am way saying worse. that there is no fucking way that you make a thing that costs a dollar. Oh a, yeah, sell it at a profit and have anything food in it. Right, true. Not all sausage is chemical gross. McDonald's specifically is. Oh yeah, is yeah. What I mean, there are good sausages yes. in the world. Yes, yeah. I, I have guess made. I'll them. go along with that very wide statement. It, yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> so I'm at the the drive-through menu, staring at the sign, and I think it was Genetic Grayson asked for a side of hash browns. So I'm like, all right, can I get a side of hash browns? I look at the menu board. How much do you think a side of hash browns goes for? Just one individual hash brown in the yeah, little paper sleeve. I'm gonna stand by fifty cents. Hundred and forty seven dollars. Yeah, Matt's or Matt <laughs> Mark is actually closer. But it, no, it he's was not. Two, <laughs> <laughs> it was two dollars and fifty nine cents for a single hash brown. And I still you don't can understand get four pounds of potatoes for that much. No shit. Yeah, but I don't get it. how is it two fifty? Or two to whatever, two sixty. How? I don't know. And that's the thing is like my sausage egg McMuffin meal was what, like six bucks? And that's with a drink and a hash brown and, and a sandwich. And a sandwich, yeah. right. But just what drink did you do you get a breakfast drink? No, I get a Diet Coke oh, or a Coke Zero. I get my caffeine. You don't cold. get any orange yeah. juice? No. No, I don't eat that I much. Remember sugar. The, you remember the cafe the foil top? Mm-hmm. Is that still how they do it? I haven't had fast food in a very long time. I don't know. I haven't had the McDonald's orange juice, but I remember it back as a kid, yes, it was in a weird It was little, a glass. But it was like a foil top plastic yeah. cup. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the plastic cup had its scalloped edges yeah. around the perimeter. Yeah. So you could hold it. Right. Right. Actual glass. Because it was so pricey back then. You didn't want to drop it. That's very much juice. like, it's like the, the high or the school lunch orange juice or apple juice. They had apple juice like yeah, that. Yeah. With too. the foil top. Yeah. 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 So $2.59. That doesn't even like, that doesn't even make sense. That, that, that was kind of my turning point to not have fast food. It was when I realized that to get, like a proper meal at a fast food place, like you could just get actual food. Like if you go get like a Big Mac, yeah, but not meal, everybody oh, wants to like make $10. their own food. I'm not talking about making it. Oh. I'm talking about like if you go to get like a Big Mac meal. Okay. Oh, by the time it's, it's all taxed, like ten bucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not. And cheap. I can go to like a taqueria and get like a burrito for five that's got actual ingredients in it. Right, yeah, right, that's right. True. And that's typically what we do. But it was just this Sometimes was a quick breakfast it. thing, and it was just like, all right, lazy morning. Let's let's go run and get that. But that led to the food craving for dinner tonight. Which is... Oh, no. And it was all because Jeanette was craving leftover Thanksgiving sandwiches. Can, okay. So and you're celebrating the, Canadian Thanksgiving a few days late, basically. Basically. So the idea was with leftovers, you pile on some some turkey, some, some green bean casserole, some mashed potatoes, some cranberry sauce between two pieces of bread, and you've got yourself an awesome sandwich. Except we don't have the Thanksgiving fixings yet. So tonight we are actually making a Thanksgiving dinner. 
Not the full turkey. We're doing like a turkey breast. Yeah. But yams, uh, you know, the, the, the green bean casserole, the mashed potatoes, the dinner rolls, all of that we are doing for dinner tonight just so that we can have leftover Thanksgiving sandwiches. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that a whole lot. Because you don't realize as an adult how much shit you can just get away with as an adult. Oh, yeah. Breakfast for dinner? Sure. Like You can go get a fucking ice cream cape right now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. and, it is kind of wild, the, you, all the stuff that you can do. Yeah. Like when you think about it. But the uh, just for the record, October 11th was uh, Canadian Thanksgiving. So That's happy Thanksgiving, know. Canada. If we have any. What always trips me out about Canada is that Boxing Day is the biggest shopping day of the year. And it's the day after Christmas. Oh, yeah. But that's their Black Friday, or yeah. our Black Friday is their Boxing Day. Right. Our Black Friday is the day after Thanksgiving, and it's the crazy day to go shopping in preparation for Christmas. Their big shopping day is the day after Christmas. Well, yeah, you buy stuff for the next Christmas. I that's, don't, that's or, good. You know what you got, and it wasn't Yeah, you already know. Maybe. Yeah, or you... Go. But does that mean Canadians just hand out cash and gift cards? So I, that way you I wouldn't get... doubt it. That fucking place is a utopia. <laughs> Free healthcare. I don't know that I... They've I'd... got the best chocolate. They got... Poutine. Oh, no, man. They do have poutine. They speak French for fun? That's not... They're that's more not French than France. Their stop signs aren't even in... in... The... the uh... I felt so bad when I went to Montreal because I didn't... Like, I, I knew that there was French Canadians and I knew the history and, like, how and why and all that stuff. But I just assumed that they spoke French the way that Southern California speaks Spanish. No. Yeah. And no. I got there, and then, like, the first thing I see is, like, all the signs of French. I'm like, oh, it's like a thing thing here. And then I got picked up by the dude that was, like, going to be my guide there who was French-Canadian. Yeah. And I was like, man, I didn't realize how, like, thing. And he, like, looked at me fucking mad. And I was like, yep, no, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. But. You know the only thing worse than a Canadian? Oh, no. A, a French-Canadian. French and the Canadians will tell you that themselves. I don't know. I liked it. Ugh. Montreal felt like a European city, dude. I could. Well, I mean, it basically, sure. but the, it's a cool experience, but it is a interesting. It's an interesting experience. I've not been to that part of Canada, but the French Canadians that I've met, they just have this attitude. that's just like, it, get out of here. There is a portion of it where you're just like, quit fucking around. Yeah. Can you just speak a little bit for me? And they're but so be, like rude. But because of French Canadians, they have legislation in place that specifies that at least I can't remember what it was like twenty percent of all songs played on Canadian radio must be from French artists. Well, every even outside of the province, yes. all of the other provinces, everything is in French and English because of that. And there's a whole deal where uh, basically, essentially, long ago, I guess we'll abbreviate some history and I'm probably going to get parts of it wrong. So if you are a Canadian, calm down. Uh, but essentially, that was like the hub of banking. So that's where all the power and money was in the in the country, right? So they basically strong armed in their way into this is the law and this is how it is and you will do this. Well, that's kind of become a little decentralized now. And at one point, they were like, well, screw you. We are going to leave. And they wanted to secede and the rest of Canada went, fuck it, go. You sounded very Canadian. Thank you. And then... They, and. <laughs> And then, uh, <laughs> no, that was French, right? And then, uh, and anyway, so yeah, they, they never left, but there was the threat of secession a few years back, actually, if you remember that. Yeah, I think it's rare that they defend their history like that. I just think it's a pain in the ass, too. Oh, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I think there's, there's defending your history and being like a complete. As Americans, we get it. so used to the idea that like America is just the United States and that Canada just kind of follows along with whatever we do. And then there's Mexico and the rest. Like, yeah, it, it is kind of weird. It, when you think of America, you, you literally just think of the United States. Like there's like, that. You go to the gas station there, and they've got like the European chocolates and yeah, candies and they chips do have and shit. And you're cool like, stuff. wait, you guys can get this, but fucking I yeah. can't. I gotta like import it from a specialty place and pay like ten dollars for a candy yes. bar. 
You get some all-dressed chips while you're there? And I think the border's the, opening up. The fucking Cheeto yeah. ones. You got the what? There's like a Cheeto up there that's better than Cheetos. I like the ketchup chips. I like all-dressed. I don't know what that that's, is. They've just got everything on them. Oh, okay. They're really good. A little sweet, a little savory, which normally I don't go for, but I'm into the the ruffles. Yeah, well, last time I was up there, I brought back a couple of bags of, of ketchup chips. Yeah, they've got a lot of good flavors. For being the fattest fucking country on the planet, you'd think that we would have imported all of the good snacks. No, it's because we have the crappy snacks. That's partly why. Why are we eating the crappy things? Because we're dumb. I hate it. I saw a commercial today for Mountain <laughs> Many Dew. Many people have seen commercials today. Yes, yes, I know. Good job, buddy. But so it was like, it, it was in that same vein of the Snickers ads where it's like... Well, oh, the, you're grumpy, hungry, whatever. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but this was all about gamers and it was like some, like, you know, uh, war game oh, shooting sounds things. familiar. And the guy is sucking in his, in his fight and he can't survive and he's getting, you know, blown away. I think I've seen this. Until before. he chugs his Mountain Dew and now he's back and he's just all modern warfare. With he, bonus diabetes. Yes. Yeah. But like pitching Mountain Dew as a performance energy drink for gaming. I think it's weird that there are, man. there are specific game or there are specific brands like Sneak is one. That's a powdered uh, energy drink. Mix. We've talked about the powder. Yeah. yeah. And that is is marketed to gamers. It's a, an esports gaming deal. So just, these guys are getting juiced, man. It's just I weight gainer. Like it. <laughs> it's what? It's just weight gainer. Yeah, right. No, but I mean, it's they are marketing specific to esports, and it, and those now you've got but the, juicy esports. The what's the sport? Like, what do you need to like carbohydrate load, or what do you need the electrolytes for? You sweating your ass off, pushing your thumb like a thousand times on a button. There's an exceptional it's amount of focus you got to have. Mental acuity. But I, I mean, the only thing that I can imagine like an esports athlete needing would be like chopsticks, so that they don't get their hands all Cheeto-y. So funny you mentioned that because I've seen an ad for chopsticks that basically attach to your fingers so that you can still game and then you can also reach over and get your Cheeto. Dope. I'm in. No. They should just have like a feed bag where you just strap it I to mean, your head and a, just tilt your head back and just like tumble a Cheeto. You know there's your... people that probably do something similar to that, right? <laughs> My snack of choice is to have frozen blueberries. and Frozen I grapes them. are dope. I love oh, the grapes. Yeah. I haven't tried blueberries. Wouldn't, if, wouldn't a, a grape, if you freeze it, just explode? Nope. What? No. Why? Well, because it's mostly water, and but you freeze it, it wouldn't like not explode, but it wouldn't like tear the skin or hurt it itself. No, we like a to grape get... skin doesn't expand; it what stretches. About? Huh? Why yeah. wouldn't it? I just never thought about it. Yeah, but I also try the frozen blueberries. Frozen I've, I've blueberries done that. are a better antioxidant than fresh blueberries. Fun yeah, fact. I, I've done. We've done frozen blueberries using them, like throwing them into like a smoothie or a yeah. shake or something like that. But I've never just popped them. Straight well, out of the bag, they'll stain your fingers. So yes. I use my. I get like a bowl and I get chopsticks and. It's, I sit in front of a TV and I watch a movie and I eat my frozen blueberries. You like could a use a spoon if you wanted to as well. I don't know why that's so much weirder for me. I like to eat an individual singular blueberry at a time. You huh. could also do that with a spoon and some manual dexterity. Well, or just a like, smaller spoon. I mean, yeah. with my breakfast, I have like frozen blueberries in granola. Maybe you should just but get a, a different experience. A blueberry spoon that is a very small spoon that only accepts one blueberry at a time. I don't know. That's I, a hyper-specific, <laughs> weird... I really like the just... I, I'm choosing that blueberry. I see what you're saying, but I'm just... I'm saying, you know, you could have an overly specialized tool for the job as well. I just think it's... I, I'm realizing now how weird I am for not being okay with a spoon for my frozen blueberries is what's happened. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm glad we could bring you've light You've got a good situation. point, and I'm just like, fuck, what is wrong with me? I have many spoons. I mean, he could use a fork and just impale... No, no they're frozen. Just blues. fucking skitter across the room like that. Yeah. You're going to lose a fucking... Ball. You can't fork a BB. No, you can't but I, fork a BB. Yeah. I think right, you can fork a blueberry. Like a yeah. 
I mean, maybe with some pressure. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you'd you have to have a good amount of pressure. You, you can fork anything with pressure. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this is off the fork and rails. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of things that are off the rails that nobody else but me might care about, uh, they're doing a Star Wars Ahsoka TV show. Uh, and What's this, that? Why would that be a thing that only you care about? No, I'm just saying. I, I don't I, care I, no, about but, it. Uh, that's not the part that I'm the only <laughs> one that cares about. The part that they announced, they announced yesterday or the day before that Hayden Christensen is coming back to reprise his role as Anakin. That's the part that I care about. I'm excited about it. And I hate it. Really? Hate it. I'm going to fight you. Didn't like him to begin with. And This is his chance. He's just mad that they didn't announce anything about Jar Jar Binks. Oh, God, dude. That would be... That would be so horrible. But if also, that's the reveal at the end of it. I would be like, I don't like Jar. I would die, but I would laugh really. I would, no, hard. that's what I mean. I would die laughing and not in a. He becomes like a major like did Mandalorian you, character or something. He's like, did well, you so know they put him in one of the comic books? I've heard. So they they have him and they don't say who it is, but they basically like allude to the fact that it's Jar Jar Binks, and he's basically like a disheveled street person that knows he's responsible for the downfall of the Republic and knows that he got played by the Empire. It's a pretty good role. It's super fucking dark. And I he's just, just like a depressed, like... How many episodes do you think that they will commit to him complaining about sand? Uh, Jar Jar or Hayden? No, Hayden. Oh, I don't know. Out of what, the 10 episodes? I would assume it's going to be 10, yeah. yeah probably like 15. Oh, God. He's not even a good actor. He is. He was a terrible cast. Well, the the writing in that in general, like Natalie oh, that, Portman's those movies fucking were talented, awful. right? And she was she was awful. terrible, yeah. So I, I I don't really blame that on him. And I think that they've done such good work with everything since those prequels for the cartoons and for Mandalorian and everything yes. that I'm not that worried about it. Like if he's going to be in it, I think this is a chance for him actually to do it right. Or uh, or they never bring him back. <laughs> take those three movies, scrub them from existence. And then just pick a new person. They didn't do... I mean, a lot of those movies should have been just books or something. Because that no one... I didn't need to know about the Trade Federation. Yeah, you do. Uh, obviously. Or anything that. I didn't need to see the Darth Vader as a baby shit. Like, I needed to see episode two and episode three and a one in the middle of that. I wanted to see Anakin being a fucking rad Jedi. Turns out he wasn't. I needed to see him being conflicted and faltering. And I needed him to see him... Becoming Darth Vader. I didn't need to see a very end of him fucking standing up off a table being like... Well, so if they're bringing him to the Ahsoka series, are they going to have him in the Kenobi one? There was already rumors about being in that. I didn't... I hadn't heard that, and I just... I I didn't realize that they were going to do that, and so when I saw the announcement the other day, I was super bummed. I think, and I, I could be wrong, but in Kenobi, he's supposed to be in there as Vader, and in Ahsoka, he's supposed to be in there as Anakin. Well, and yeah, because he was her, uh, her, or she was his Padawan. Yeah. Yeah. But. And that's where we lost a bunch of people. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm just browsing my phone now. It's there's, like, yeah. there's a bunch of people? Yeah. Well, the people listening probably have turned it off now. Oh, I would have gone with a couple. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, so we'll, we'll see how it turns out. But but I am excited to see some of the, the other. Oh, the Book of Boba Fett looks pretty rad. Dude, we had like this one of the stuntmen for that show in the place. He was like showing me pictures. Yeah, that's, that's what you were saying. Pretty fucking. That's pretty cool. Zazzed about that whole thing. Wasn't there? The, you, there was some guy I was talking to when I was down at your shop, and he turns out to be somebody. Some British uh, dude that I was talking Mark to. Mark Shepard. He was Crowley in Supernatural. What the heck was that? I don't know. I think I farted. Was that? And this sound. That was outside, but it was. It sounds like the plumbing. Head, yeah. yeah. 
but it's oh i wonder if it's the shower downstairs the toilet or bathroom or something down there's a bathroom i think underneath us okay. but the so fact that our mic the microphones pick it up and like loudly it's kind of weird apologies to everybody I mean, I guess as much as we on this show apologize for somebody who's showering at three thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? They might have just gotten up. Who knows? They are college kids, so who freaking knows? Uh, so yeah, that that show was actually pretty good. Supernatural? No, it wasn't Supernatural. It was uh, uh, Doom, Doom Patrol. Patrol. Doom Patrol's pretty good. Supernatural's also good. It's I for like Supernatural. Twelve year old girls, but I watched all of it. So I, see. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Doom Doom Patrol's on uh, HBO Max. It's a, based on a DC comic. It's got Brendan Fraser in it. He kills oh, it, too. And he's, he's awesome. Yeah, he's so good. So he's like... Mark. Mark's does good stuff in there, too. He's a... Uh, basically like hand, a, Huh? I was like, you got your hands out. Yeah, no, I'm trying to think. Of like, no, he's, he's like a robot, but yeah, with the brain of a dude. That seems like what you wouldn't want. Would yeah, he's want? trapped. He hates it. Yeah, Everything yeah, about he's it. He's not but, happy. No, he's very not happy, and he's, he does such a good job with the character. It's awesome. It's a, it's a great show, and I think season three is just wrapping up. It's on, and it's one of those ones that are doing weekly releases instead of everything at once. Great. I still probably will never watch it. Well, you should give it a shot. Hmm. Or don't. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be that second one. There's a new um, Apple Why? TV Plus show that's supposed to be really good, too, or Apple TV or whatever it's called. Um, crap, I can't remember what it's called, but it, I saw a trailer. There's just too much TV out there. I mean, literally, it's, we, there's shows yeah, it's, about everything. It's crazy how much stuff is out there now, although I do want to see the new Dune movie. I have no desire. Did you ever see the original one? Nope. Oh, really? Oh, so good. I want to see that. I haven't seen any of it. Really? I haven't had the internet in my house for like two weeks now. Oh. How does that it work? Just, I went to sleep and it woke up and it wasn't working and then I just went on with my life. You never tried just doing the unplug the router? Oh, no, no, no. I did in. all of that stuff. Oh, okay. I called tech support and they're like, oh, it's Bucky. And I was like, well, I'm going to stop paying you guys then. And... um I got DVDs and books, so that's <laughs> going to be my life now. All right. So how do you play your Minecraft? It's just on the Switch, man. I don't need to go. Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't have to go. It's to not a connected there. It could thing. be, but I don't give a shit about people. Oh, I don't know how it works. For that. <laughs> I've never played Minecraft. I have no clue. It's, you know you, you know how you do your Legos? Uh, yeah, except um, it sounds digital. less interesting. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's no. Like virtual it's, Legos. It sounds terrible. I don't know, man. So speaking of things that are terrible and not having internet and the rest of it, I don't own a printer, and I had bought something recently that I already knew I needed to return because it was I needed to exchange it basically for a better, a different size. This company, so I never even opened the package, but they, and I guess I'm just so used to Amazon, and you could just, we were talking about this earlier, you just go to Kohl's or whatever for a return, right? Yeah. It's super easy to do. This is not a package that came from Amazon, so I actually had to physically print a shipping label. So where'd you do that at? I ended up going to my mom's, but because they have a printer, my, my stepdad's got one in the office, but it was still like inconvenient and stupid to have to do that. I had to email it to them so that it could get printed and all the rest of this stupid rigmarole. And then I was there and I realized I'm on packing tape. So I had to affix the track, the shipping label with scotch tape in strips to protect it. <laughs> you right. Have done what just hand transcribe the label and draw the, bar draw the barcode. Yeah. Well, cause I had to put it over the label that was already on it. Right. Like I didn't so even open the out. package. I just put the, Oh God. Was it out was it a FedEx or a UPS? It was, uh, I had to go to the regular post office. It was oh. USPS and drop it off with them. But I will, to their credit, as soon as it got scanned into the post office, they already shipped my, they shipped my uh, replacement. Exchange. Yeah, which is cool. You could have sent back anything. Yeah. Actually, you know, that's kind of true. Like Amazon takes, they don't care. Like you drop stuff at Kohl's and you get a credit like 10 minutes later. When I went to the movie last night, yeah. no one checked my ticket. Really? I just, like, so I walked in. Was it uh, reserved seating? Yeah. Okay. 
But I just, I, I walked in, I, I bought my movie, and then, like, I saw the people scanning things, and I just didn't go that way. And then I was Strange. sitting in the thing, and I, like, I was sitting there watching the movie, and then sat down, I was like, oh, yeah, the ticket's still in my pocket. Like, I, I'm never going to pay again. I'm just going to walk in with confidence and see what happens. Cause well, they, until somebody got, comes and sits in your seat. I'll or wants move, to I'll see. just move over. Yeah. So actually funny, talking about sort of reserved seats now at Rad, there were these two guys that sat and like we were basically like the first or second row when you go up, right? But there's all those rows in front. Yeah. There's these two guys that sat in these chairs and like these people came like, oh, sorry, those are our seats. They got up and moved. Again, these are our seats. Like they did like five times. Dude, you they're reserved seats. You obviously picked something. Just go freaking sit in it. Or maybe they didn't. Maybe, Maybe they, they bought tickets. Buy no, because they were scanning tickets. Oh, well, they but, were scanning it. I was at the Regal Spectrum. Like that's as big as it gets. But they've huh. got this new thing where they try and make it more casual, so you don't like have a ticket box or anything. Like you walk up, yeah. there's a touch screen, and then you like walk through, and there's right, like, and then you go to the like at the um, the one over in whatever that is, Anaheim or Orange or Catella. Anyways, that theater they don't have like there's two wings that you can go right. into, and they don't have the scanners until you get to the wing. But you, they do scan your tickets. The last time I went to the theaters with, with Grayson and we watched Fast 9 and the ticket counter was the snack counter. Right. So the concession stand was where they were selling tickets. Oh, interesting. So when I bought the popcorn and the drinks, that's where, where I you bought, bought my tickets. Ticket? Huh. Because they didn't want to have any other humans in the building right, right, working right. the ticket box right. office or whatever. So that's like the safest place to be. The box it's office? already got a glass. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah right, partition, right. But they were just trying to be cheap and not have the manpower that dedicated for right. something up there. That uh, the theater at the Spectrum is pretty nice since they redid it all. This Spectrum is in, in general oh, a really gross place. It is, but the the, the inside of the theater. Oh, it's is a beautiful nice. it's theater as it is. But just yeah. like I went there and I was like, oh, I'm gonna like shop around like 20 minutes before this thing, and I was there for like five minutes, and I was like, this is disgusting. There's too many people. It's like a carnival with no whimsy. It's <laughs> just like you just they have a merry-go-round. Fucking shiny things. It's and, gotten worse since the pandemic because of the thing because of the fact that it's considered like an outdoor shopping center. It seems that people are more comfortable going there and right. just filling it and not caring. Yes. Yeah. I think I'm also just an old man because I was walking around places like I'm gonna get a, a some pants and like the fit now, like the street fit right now is like somewhere between baggy and tight, okay. and it, it's just it's very 90s, and I'm just not comfortable with any of it. What so, store did you walk into though? I did uh, the Levi's store. I did Nordstrom. Ooh, I, I poked my head yeah. into Urban Outfitters just to realize that, yes, in your mid-30s, you're not allowed in there. <laughs> <laughs> not, not without a kid. Yeah, yeah that was a weird place. Yeah, no. It was a weird place to begin with, Urban Outfitters. But yeah, I, I worked there. Oh, really? Bit, yeah. That's an odd fact. I worked there for, I think, a month. It I can't see it. one of the most abusive places I've ever worked. Where did you work at an Urban Outfitters? The lab. Oh, the hippest one possible. Wow. Wasn't that like the first one? Yeah. But I, back in the day, they used to sell vintage stuff there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. Um, but I worked there and like the place would close at like 10. And sometimes my shift would start at six. So you don't get a lunch. You're not allowed because you're not there for more than four hours. Right. Except. Except at 9.55, I'd get told that we had to do perfect close so that I had to call people, let them know I'd probably be home around two o'clock or three o'clock in the morning. And perfect clothes means literally like everything is folded, like they're going to do photos and stuff. Yeah. And I'd be like, cool, do I get a lunch? And they're like, you can, but you're just going to go home later. I'd be like, cool, I'll what? just fucking die then, I guess. That so I put in my two weeks, and the last day I showed up with roller skates. <laughs> and they okay. were like, oh, those are cool roller skates. And they're like, you going to roller skate for this? I'm like, no, I'm going to skate during my shift. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. I mean, it's my last day. You want to send me home? 
Yeah. So I roller skated for my last shift and I pulled the little hook that you use to get the shirts down. Yeah. And I used that as a hockey stick and I would just zing tags out the fucking door so the alarm would go off. (laughs) And then I moved to Portland. Yeah. Applied at the Urban Outfitters because I needed a job. And And I I said no. I was not eligible for rehire. Of course. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's because of my, my hockey shenanigans. I can see that. They probably put that in your permanent file. So fucking worth it. All I can think of when I think of Urban Outfitters is a bunch of shit built out of plywood. Yep. Everything in that store is built out of plywood. And cinder blocks, right? Because it gets fucking ripped down like all the time. Yeah. But I mean, these would be like pretty elaborate displays that would be then gone in like a couple of weeks and all new plywood. It was also the go-to place for white elephant gifts. Mm -hmm. That was the greatest place to get your white elephant gifts. Still is. Yeah, I could see that. Can you? I See, honestly, I didn't even know they were still around. They they are, the spectrum. It's, it's all yeah. expensive and it's all it, it's so they take like the hipster camera. Is shit. there a Spencer's? Yeah, those uh, are still around maybe. in the mall. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. The one thing that they do is they make their own brands to make Who? them seem legitimate. Urban outfits. Oh, right, right, right. So like every season, like if Western shirts are in, they're going to make like fucking Jack's Corral as a brand. Right. And they're going to make all of their shirts with these labels on it. So you don't go in there thinking you're buying Urban Outfitters bullshit fast fashion that's going to be marked up. You think right. that you found some niche. Well, yeah. Target does the same thing. Yeah, but Target does it right and they're cheap. And Levi's is actually now being sold in Target. Like actual legit yeah, I saw Levi's. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. not like not some sub brand. No, but they're also, they're the, I think they're the, they're not the super high quality Levi's either though. They're five sixty nine. Like I saw pictures of them. Like it's literally huh. looks the same. I don't know if it's it well because I bought like I I like five fourteens and I've bought some off. I tried to buy some off Amazon because I refused to go to a store at one point for some dumb reason. Uh, and it's none of them fit. Yeah, none of them fit right, and they were like super thin material. Yeah, the Levi's that you get at the I don't know the cuts are all weird. Yeah, well the Levi store has Levi store. has the good stuff. And if you. Go to their sales section. Anything that gets returned from the internet at a Levi's store uh-huh. automatically goes half off. Oh, oh interesting. interesting. I didn't so know always check the, the sales rack at the Levi's store. Definitely want a pair of jeans that some buddies tried on at home. So you can turn them into shorts? Just some cutoffs? <laughs> some jorts? I... Why does that gross you out so much? I don't know. I, just, I think it's Is a that weird. Why you con- go to stores? No, no. I just was it, putting their balls in your clothes first. <laughs> no, I think it's the whole thing. Like it's just it's a pain in the ass because there's so many variations with fit. I just don't like trying on clothes, and then you get stuff home, and then it's like it doesn't I fit love right. That shit. I, I like hate going it. to a store and like grabbing a bunch of shit and going in there and no. doing my own little fashion show. Hey, yeah. my wear. my wife got me on the whole like women's shopping style, basically just grabbing everything that's the size you think it is and going in and trying it on and figuring yeah. out okay. This cut doesn't work. This one does. And at first I was like, oh, no, I, you know, I'm a, what was I, like a, you know, a 36 waist, 30 inching. That's what I need. Yeah. And she's like, okay, grab that. But then grab this cut, this cut, this cut, this cut. And, you know, go into the dressing room with like 12 pairs of pants. Right. Because one of those will fit really good. And the other ones won't to a certain extent. I so just usually, I'll buy it, take it home, try it on at home. If I don't like it, I return the stuff. I, I just don't like it. I know, but I don't like the experience in the store. I, so I started. I know it's this, weird. I, I totally know because I started go, like when in high school I was all thrifty, right? So you'd have to like go and grab stuff, and the, you do the tricks right where you button up the pants, and if it touches behind your neck, it's gonna fit. Oh yeah, yeah what? Yeah. So There's you, different ways of your your foot is your forearm, okay. so from your wrist bone to your elbow. That I know. If your foot fits there, it's probably gonna fit you. Okay. And for and your neck is your waist, so if you button up the pants 
and then you put the button in the front of your neck, and then you touch the two ends behind your neck. Like you're choking yourself with the waist of depending your pants. Depending on how much stretch there is and depending on how you want them to fit, the overlap tells you how they'll fit. So when you go to a thrift store and you're like, these are cool pants, you can tr- like half try them on, and then you have a pile of shit to go in the thing that you're pretty sure is going to get close. I would just buy stuff at the thrift store that I liked and then would... Well, I mean, buying stuff at the thrift store was never really that big of a part of it for us. It was more, these are fit, and I bet I can wear them underneath the pants I'm already wearing. That's And wear them out. And then I got a three-piece suit that way. (laughs) Under a t-shirt and shorts, (laughs) walking out? I I think that we thought the people that worked there cared more than they do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, I I haven't been in a thrift store in quite a while. Uh, it's, It's the best. I love going to those things because you never know what you're going to find. I've oh, yeah. human bones there before. I miss. I'm pretty sure they're not supposed to have that. Independent thrift stores because pretty much around here everything's like good. Well, there there are a couple Army. around here. Yeah, still like the there's one down the street that has that weird '80s retro logo. But yes, it, they are literal garbage now. Like, but that's that one's all also, they carry. That you, one's also going after like the college crowd, I so think. it's a little hipster right. specific. I've built a route from my house that goes around does a, a solid loop and comes back and there's a couple places i you got to be kind of different stores are going to cater to different things like right i found one that is fantastic for like vintage like dinnerware like i got like not dinnerware uh dinner service like glasses and plates and that kind of thing like, like kitchen stuff yeah furniture that yeah. kind of thing yeah um and then there's another one that's gonna be like where you go for like outerwear and that kind of thing and you, you got to be selected with it but the chain ones all get sifted Oh yeah, and they look mm-hmm. for things that sell, and they like. You and they can take go that to, to their store or something. No, you can go to Goodwill's eBay, and they like sell stuff that's like brand known stuff. Yeah, there. the high dollar stuff. Oh, oh, out. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So you have to go to like the little like church thrift store that doesn't know anything, and then then maybe you'll find something that's boutique. I uh, I find it funny how some of these thrift stores are very particular with what they'll take and won't take. Um, I, I don't know. Oh, you were telling me you were trying to donate stuff. And they I've tried to take- donate, and they, they're like, no. So back way back in the day, I had a dresser that was like brand new, nice, not Ikea, like a nice piece of furniture, and uh, took it to the, I want to say it was like the Salvation Army uh, in Costa Mesa at the time, and took it off, borrowed one of their four-wheel dollies, stuck it on the dolly, rolled it over to the dotation thing, and they're like, no, we don't want it. I'm like, what do you mean you don't want it? Wouldn't like, you just leave? Well, no, the guy, so the guy's like, he's like, no, we don't want this. It's not, it's not our, like, whatever. I don't know what his freaking excuse was or his reason was. And it's like, keep in mind, this thing's almost brand new. So I said, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> we rolled it into the middle of their showroom. I rolled it right in the door, into the middle of the showroom. The, the lady working there is like, oh, what are you doing? Like, oh, they told me to bring this in here. And I walked out. That's the way to handle that, <laughs> for sure. Yep. You are keeping this. But why, like, why would you not take it? And meanwhile, they'll take somebody's underwear. No, they won't. I've seen it. No. I've seen underwears in a thrift store. You send me a picture the next time you see one, because that's not... I have seen it. This is way, not way back in the day. It's disgusting. Back when underwear was full coverage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's what? not like they're chaps. I don't know what that even What? Means. Are yeah. chaps, chaps or underwear? No, no, no. Full Both coverage chaps. I don't know. Wildly offensive to me. <laughs> No idea what the fuck just happened right then. None of us do. That's the best part about this whole thing. But at any rate, yeah, I, I just left it. But, you know, I... I don't. I just don't understand how a, a thrift store can be picky about it, and I also don't like that Goodwill is for profit. Well, the Goodwill, oh, sure. the charity that they do is they they will hire people that otherwise can't find jobs. Right. That's the charity, that right? They but do. they're still a for profit. They yeah, should no, be putting that money somewhere. It's super deceptive that they they 
no, it's a it's a business, and then like the charity parts that they're gonna like hire people with handicaps, and they don't tell you any of things. That. Yeah, right. no. So no. you ju- you just assume it's both. Yeah, the Salvation Army is the actual charity, more or is an actual charity, more yeah. so than you know what I'm saying for sure. At any rate, yeah, that's it, man. That's that's the the whole thrift store debacle. It's just weird. And so, like when I, I when I moved, I I got rid of a bunch of stuff. Like I, I didn't just didn't need to carry around anymore like DVDs and things like that that I just didn't want to spend the time to sell. So I did. I took some of it to Goodwill, and the guy like had a box of DVDs. The dude like starts going through it. I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Well, I don't know if we want all these. I'm like, well, they're yours now." Yeah, you have like, a dumpster, mean? right, sir? Yeah, yeah. It's like, what do you mean you don't want them? Like they always used to do that. You just they didn't put that on the donate your. They wouldn't do that in your face. Person. They would do it. Yeah, the, right. Know. And it's not. The I know this because I used to love going behind and like dumpster diving at a thrift store. Yeah. That was like in getting Orange, thrift store rejects in Orange County when like, <laughs> when you don't do drugs, you don't drink, and you do have a car. There's you very little something things to do. you do after like nine o'clock at night. Boomers. <laughs> All that shit was just shut down. So you'd, you'd go to Del Taco for you know yeah. six hours, right? And then after that, you got to do something. So you just start seeing what people left behind. I used to have Florida spe- ceiling, like seventies, like Panasonic speakers because they just didn't want them, and they'd be back there. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, when I lived in Santa Clara, they did once a year, it was once a year, twice a year, it was like community cleanup. So you could put literally anything you wanted on, on the, the curb. curb. Best oh, days. Yeah. Everything. Uh, but what was crazy about it, dude, there was a time we had an old barbecue that just didn't work. So we carried it to the curb, went to the backyard to get the next load. By the time we got back to the curb, it was gone. It was dismantled. Holy they, had hell. Taken, they had taken the pieces that they wanted and left all the stuff that they didn't want. It was bizarre, and we we lived on a cul-de-sac. Never saw the truck. Basically, yeah, the Jawas of the junk world showed up, but crows. Never saw the truck. Never heard anything. Like it was just gone. It was bizarre. Your neighbor. No, it was definitely. It had to have been. But I mean, you would just see these guys in trucks just driving around constantly, taking the most random garbage. I used to love that shit. Just see like trash day, like in the summer, being a kid and just like wandering around being like, sweet, a 10 speed bike. That's for someone six foot seven. (laughs) You would definitely find like there's cool stuff to be found. But the people that like that's that's their that's what they're doing to. It's bizarre to me. Like they're doing it as a poverty, sir. Well, no, 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 not necessarily. Like these are people that are like reselling stuff. They're taking stuff and reselling it at like a swap meet or right. So put a full finish on it and sell it as like some upcycled furniture. They're living high off of that, though. No, I'm not. I don't think that either. But I'm saying like it's it's a, I don't know. There is some. It is interesting to see stuff that people throw away for sure. That's good stuff, especially in Orange County. Right. There's just a lot of shit that just gets tucked. That's why going to like the uh, consignment places and all that stuff. There's a place by my work, Crosswords, that does like a pair, like clothes. Yeah, I've heard I, of that place. I bought a pair of fucking J Crew boots there for forty dollars. Yeah, and I looked them up online. They are three hundred dollars. Okay, they that's a good deal. Brand new with tags, like in the shoebox. Who's getting rid of that stuff? Exactly, it's people weird. that are bored and have too much money. I guess Orange County. Yeah, it's. I think it's not anywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah, not just Orange County. Know. But Orange County. We go down like there's you know definitely consignment boutiques in like Newport that are. Probably more expensive on that side of stuff. You get weird stuff in there. You know what's cool about Newport? It's in Orange County. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like, it, more so than Santa Ana, sir. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's that's South Coast Metro for those that want to whitewash the, <laughs> the, the city. What? Have you ever gone apartment hunting? 
like no. when they look, you'll see they don't want to list anything as being actually in Santa Ana, so they'll list it as South Coast Metro. Oh, I, yeah, because it, well, I guess technically part of Santa Ana is close to South Coast Plaza, yeah, but it's yeah. also close to Main Place. Right. But it's, it is kind of funny. Oh, well, they'll, they'll try to put a rosy spin on the location yeah. by not really declaring where it's actually at. My mom's address is Tustin mm-hmm. because it is Santa Ana unincorporated. So yes. it's like unincorporated area. They say, remember she got a, she got a letter from the county, I guess, that said you are now allowed to call it Tustin Heights. Oh, so like you can put Tustin Heights right as a as an address thing. I refuse. It's like, no, get out of here. You That's, live in Santa Ana. Tustin Heights sounds like where the bully from an eighties movie lives. It does. Well, there's, it's like Lemon Heights is over there, and all the Heights are over there. Lemon and, sounds. Lemon Heights sounds like that's where the underdog lives. Well, and the Heights aren't even that big of a height. It's like a couple hundred feet. It's <laughs> well, I, yeah, but in Orange, you're like not here, like on a cliff. You're not no. like on some mountainside. It's just a my little... mom lives. My mom lives at the bottom of the hill. Yes. Yeah. I think the Heights is just related to ego. Oh yeah, it's a hundred. It's like Anaheim. Anaheim Hills. Like Foothill would be much more accurate than Heights. Yeah. All right. It's gentle slope. Yes. Right? Yeah. Small mound of dirt. Yeah. Slight incline. Yeah. Although, I mean, it, it gets kind of steep in certain areas. Yeah. The farther back you go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And there's like a couple, I don't know, there's some pretty cool houses up there. That's fun. You know. Anyways, I just thought I found it amusing that, oh, you don't have to call it Santa anymore. And you're trying to dress it up. Because I'm sure some rich people complained. Oh, for sure. Right? For I'm sure. I've been Santa Ana. Those are the same people that are underneath the flight path at John Wayne Airport complaining that there's airplanes flying over the house. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's no way to have known that beforehand. No, yeah, I mean, no. that airport's only been there for 100 years. Did you know there was an airport in Huntington Beach up I, until recently? I did not know that. Like up until the, I want to say the late 80s, early 90s, there was an airport in Huntington Beach. Wow. Yeah. Where? Um, Basically. Your Walmart? No, no, no. no. Um. I don't know exactly where it was, but it was kind of over where, like, that wetlands area. Is, okay. The, the preserve area. Sense. Yeah. But I had no clue. My brother-in-law was telling me about this. I'm like, dude, there's no way. I do not remember this at all. He's like, I know my dad used to fly in and out of it. And I looked it up. And sure enough, I do not remember that at all. There's a heliport there. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking it up to see if it even finds anything. Yeah. It, I mean, I found a whole article about it uh, at, at one point. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it was like you have to look up like it was called Metal Lark, Metal Lark Airport. Oh, as a mile east of the Pacific Ocean. The day at work, the UPS guy shows up and he's like, looking kind of distraught. I'm like, what's up? He's like, UPS guy got hit by a plane today. <laughs> what? Oh, like, what? The one in San Diego. Yeah. Wait, yes. how do you get hit by a plane? A small plane crashed into a building or oh. a house, and the UPS guy was delivering. Was- and the Whoa. wing just sliced through the cab and just took him out. Took him out. It was like three people died, like two Whoa. in the airplane and I think the UPS dude. I did not hear about that. Yeah, well, you're not traveling in UPS driver circles. Apparently. But you think that would be on the news. I'm sure it was in San, in San Diego. Diego. But closed in 1989, the Metal Arc Airport, by the way. I just looked it up. There's a Wikipedia page for it. Yep, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, interesting that, uh, can you, I have seen, do you remember when the plane landed on Red Hill in front yes. of the Mazda building? Yes. I was in the building. Were you? That was a trip. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was standing in the building looking out because it's where that... Um, it lines up with the runway. Yeah, like, but the also the um, the build that part of the building, it's where the uh, coffee room is. Oh. Where that lunch room is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was standing there looking out, drinking coffee, and went, hmm, that's a thing that just happened. Yeah, because I know like I've 
I fly into John Wayne all the time and yeah. you can look out the window and you see all the buildings as you fly over and you right. fly over like an industrial park right. as you get close and it's always kind of a trip. I always like it when I'm driving on the freeway and the planes come in right over my head as they're landing yeah. at the airport. It's pretty cool. My wife hates it and I'm like, ah, what? I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You end up in UPS driver in San Diego. But there's been people that, I mean, there was a crash landing on at the, on the freeway actually right in that same spot. Like, right. Two years ago or something yeah. like that? It's actually, if you think about it, it's, I guess in a weird way, more common than you think to have planes not land at airports. Well, especially small airplanes. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, it's usually the, the the small private planes that are having the problems. Yeah. Landing on the freeway. Could you imagine just driving down the freeway and if that guy's getting really low, like really low, and then he just comes in over your head, like... Is it weird that I always kind of hope it's going to happen? Like they start landing. Like, as long as they don't hit me, he's going to. No, well, as long as they don't hit me yeah. and I can witness it, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I mean, I don't want people to, like die. Yeah, specifically me. I mean, well, yeah, that would be a right. a good thing to avoid. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, I don't want people to die either, but if I had to make a choice, not me. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to get it for the Instagram. <laughs> Oh man, my uh, my friends in uh, I think he's in Tennessee or something like that. Uh, they went on vacation to do some bourbon tasting and whatever else. But he saw this this place that you can go, and it is a building full of different environments, and it's a selfie studio. Oh shit! Fucking hate this planet. An entire thing for selfies, and then he he filmed a video of these two girls doing in, influencers in the wild things oh. for like ten minutes. Oh man! But I know it, there's one in L.A. that's got like fake private playing yes that, that one's thing. been like famous until they got found out that it was a fake I cockpit hate that that's just what happens now wait 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 there's a plane it's in it's it got it's got the side panel of the interior of a, a airplane like a like a regular maybe like a boeing plane it, or no, something. No, no no it's more like a it's, it's like a jet make it look like you're taking like a private plane yes so that oh, you're fancy fancy okay it's like the most so fake it's version of being fake like, wow what? I don't, I don't want a lot of the things that happen no. to be happening. Wait, so this and is they get worse. This is for real? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a it's a business? It's it's like an indoor photo studio. You walk in and there's like half of the interior of a plane sitting there with like the seats and everything like yeah. that. So and I imagine I mean, you bring in like a bunch of clothes and you knock out like a month or two's worth of content in an afternoon. I could see if it's used for advertising or something. They are like, advertising, but they're advertising themselves. No, 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 themselves. no. Not that. Not selfie. The studio influencer. facility, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying like if the if it was for a print ad in a magazine and you needed a it's private plane. To shoot. Or for a movie and you I needed, mean, that yeah. That is what these are, right? Like these influencers are there to market things. I'm trying to themselves. take that away from, from it. But I mean, I get what you're. I get what you're saying. You're you're, you're not wrong. Thing. They're but doing the thing that you want them to be doing. They're just doing it for themselves. I don't want them to be doing it. I don't want them to be doing it either. I yeah. want none of this to exist. It's weird. I understand why it happens. I, I want just a wish dog in a clown costume doing it. Yeah, man. Mad. I've got. I've been getting a lot of dog videos on the Instagram, and I'm not mad about it. A lot of husky videos that are pretty funny. Like huskies just making their noises. Like they make you know they cry and howl. It's pretty funny. They sound like people. Yeah, the dog sounds like the dog says, I love you. I'm, I'm cool with that. I like dogs. They need to bring back an American's Funniest Home Videos that's like that again. Instead the, of, yeah, what it is So now. there is a, uh, a, actually, my friend Tom had a video he submitted to America's Funniest Home Videos, and they got back to him and said that it was going to be on one of the shows. It's just a different era now when everybody's carrying a phone around and it's capable right. of catching video, so it doesn't seem as spontaneous. But I guess it was never spontaneous when you had a, 
VHS camcorder on your shoulder anyways. Yeah. But what I find interesting is not the videos that like people submit or whatever, but like you, there are so many videos that if you're the person that like, you know, it's like the fail videos, right? Right. You didn't have to send that to anybody. Oh yeah. Like, you that could have just been gone. Like there's some really bad ones and people are sharing them. Like you, you could have just and erased it. Nothing with Bigfoot or UFOs. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a reason. Uh, UFOs obviously exist. But I mean, For sure. the other thing that's, that's crazy is you could screw up, catch it on video, and then you could shotgun blast it to like 20 different TV shows, like Ridiculousness. You've right. got America's Funny Some Videos. You've probably got a bunch of other ones on other cable channels that you, whatever they're called. Yeah. All for some desperate claim to fame. Because they, they give you, I guess, some money for appearing on the show or the video clip. I would imagine they have to. But no. They do not. No? No. I think it, everyone just wants to be famous. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants to rule the world. Yeah, well. Where do I hit the stop button? Where do I <laughs> end this episode? Right that was it. That, that was yeah. the perfect spot to do it. <laughs> um, yeah, anyways, hopefully things get better. But uh, Halloween's next week, so hopefully Fuck you guys yeah. do cool things. Giving out full-size candy bars. Did you? Is that what you're doing? Just to myself. Oh. Are you gonna? You guys thought you went and bought candy? Yeah, right? I bought fifty bucks worth of candy, like three bags. Yeah, stuff's getting crazy expensive. Yeah, it's a couple hundred pieces. I, what'll be interesting to see is how much of it goes away. But well, how, it'll be interesting to see how many kids even show up. It's a Sunday, right? So yeah. it's a school night. So maybe it won't be as crazy, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, Halloween just never measures up to what I hope it's going to be. What do you hope it is? I don't know. Like a Christmas tree is presents like a fucking it? like three month goddamn event. There's already Christmas stuff yeah. out at stores. I yeah. just want people to take it seriously. Like, th- th- no one does Halloween parties anymore. I have a friend. We're that doing goes, a Halloween party. My friend in Seattle goes crazy. We're doing a neighborhood party. We had a bounce house. We're doing a chili cook-off. Costume contest? Uh, it's Saturday night, so I mean, I guess we could. Oh, yeah, you should. Yeah. yeah. For years, I wanted to do, like, a full-on Victorian seance. Like, bring out the fucking Ouija boards, tarot cards, Black Mirror. Like, let's, I, let's just... I don't know. You can summon some fucking demons. Shit can happen. I no one cares. I mean, maybe, but maybe that's why people don't want to do it because they don't want to get dead or eaten by a monster. Yeah. Do you want the upside down? It's how you get the upside down. Yo. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair. <laughs> Are you gonna dress up? Uh. Oh yeah. You're actually wearing a costume to work. I got he's one going as that dude from Ratatouille. He's going as himself, right? So I've got a morph suit. With a mouse in his head. You got a what? I've got a morph suit. What color? It's demon colored. What does that mean? It's got Black? like a ghoul it? on it. Okay. Okay. And then it's got, it's designed to have longer fingers. And when you put it on, your fingers just kind of droop because there's nothing there. Yeah. But I was on Amazon and they've got finger extensions. Okay. That are articulated. So when you bend it, it gives you more knuckles. And That's it will very make strange. your hand like fucking grotesque will it fit in the costume yeah so did you get it i want to but i also like do we need to go fund me for there's fingers? no and then like 30 bucks. go finger me it's creeper fi- oh god it's not they're like 30 bucks it's not that big of a deal but like i was like looking at it, i was like that'd be fucking cool and i was like where the fuck am i gonna be wearing a morph suit with the fingers like there's well, just, nowhere to do yeah. that after the holidays cut the suit off at like the elbows and so you just have like sleeves that you can wear with the hands and then you can get more use out of the hands year round, or just wear it. Oh, I want the all fingers over the just in general, but it's just you can't really like just grocery store around yeah. like in a skin tight demon suit pushing the shopping cart. I mean, you can only once. 
No, you can do no, it. No, that, After that, I'm going to be on your fucking list. I'm not going to be able to go to Palace Park without a kid again. <laughs> that Tron guy that wears his little suit okay. everywhere. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that's a good <laughs> cautionary tale. That is actually a pretty good. He's a well, it's a well done costume. Yes. But it's bizarre. Anyways, yeah. I guess that's, this is where we should end this. Yeah, this, I think we're at the properly awkward yeah. spot. I think I think this is exactly how it should go. Do we need like to mention hours. penis one or two more times? No. Okay. Nope. But uh, I hope everybody has a great afternoon. I will. I got to get ready for my Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, you got a lot of prep to do. Yeah, it, turkey's already in the oven. Stovetop? Oh, there's stuffing involved, yes. Is it stovetop? I don't know. Jeanette's in charge of all of that. I've been craving stovetop and was thinking about the commercials the other day. If it is, I'll send you a picture of what you're not having. That's amazing. All right. Well, with that, it's been nice. Goodbye. Has it? Sorry. Enough. (laughs) Goodbye. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups Podcast, and for this, we apologize.